Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Landy Lodge. We got a big round table of creators coming at you today, talking all things Final Fantasy VII. But before we can get into any of that, we gotta, gotta give love to the sages, the beautiful names you see on your screen over there. Shout out to Sapphire Pick'em, our newest sage of the lodge. And if you want to be a sage, just be a YouTube channel member. Links in the description, you guys know how it goes. It's all a bonus. I'm just happy you're all here. I see we got a load of you. I'm not even going to hold this back. I'm not even going to hold this back. We're going to dive right into this with this panel we got right here. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us today. We got Andy, Kitties, and Lands, little congregation of legends here. How's it going, guys? Are, are we recovering okay from that FF7 trailer? I think everyone was hyperventilating a little bit based on a few no. things. No? No, I start hyperventilating every time I think about it again. <laughs> I can I cannot walk for the rest of the Game of Wolves after this trailer came out. I, I couldn't walk. I, I uh, we were watching Landy stream while we were supposed to be watching the Game Awards, actually. I was <laughs> that's what we were doing. <laughs> well, funny. And we had your stream pulled up too, so we were watching you watching us. watch you i was like oh i'm caught in 4k <laughs> <laughs> got me but but i'm yeah. like you lands the second that trailer dropped that was it i i pretty much stopped watching the game awards just kept replaying that trailer i read yep, like the same. interview that dropped you know no shade at the game awards but it, that's true. That's what I showed up for, and that's what I got. The only and other thing I joked about was the if there was going to be an FF9 remake trailer, but I was pretty pessimistic we were going to get that. So I just kind of my my thought was solely on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, that's our Badlands. We were playing some Crash Team Rumble before the Game Awards, so we kind of jinxed FF9 oh not being God, there. We win this oh, match. FF9's coming out, and every time we yeah. said that, we every time bubbles. we said that, we lost every match. <laughs> Everyone is like, yeah, so that's that's our bad. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> he says. All right, so, so where do we even begin? Like, do we talk about the Zach of it all, the Aerith of it all? Where where do we begin here? Because there's a lot of rabbit holes we could fall into right now. We, we, where's our heads at? I mean, kitties, I know your answer. but I mean, you know where my head is. I was say, you're, you're over there with Zach. What about you two goons? <laughs> I really think... Here's what I think. I think a good amount, honestly, most of base Final Fantasy, not base, but most of OG FF7, I think it's all going to happen. Absolutely. I yep. think it's all going to happen. Absolutely. And I think the other timeline is to um, to give like a additional narrative on um, on how we get there. Mm. And I think, I, that, think, I think I think that's going to be some meddling involved uh, from Sack and uh, and Aerith to kind of to help uh, Cloud's timeline uh, follow the events of the original game. That's what mm. I think. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because Sephiroth is trying to do something different this time around. Like, yeah. you know, well, so I'm. Um, Maybe. Well, I, that, that 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 in my head, that's what I think, right? If he's aware of the events of Final Fantasy VII, and he know that he knows that, you know, I mean, spoilers since we're here, like we're going to talk about it. Yeah, but yeah. Like, so if you're trying to avoid FF Seven OG spoilers, go home, go home. Yeah. yeah. Go, yeah. Well, you don't All have right. to go home, but you don't. You can't stay here. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. go. You can go to some other lodge down the road. Um, uh, okay, so killing Aerith obviously did more harm for Sephiroth than good in the long run. You know, she was able to use Holy in the live stream to stop Meteor, and so I'm just where my head is at. What I can't get out of my head is whatever you brought this up during your stream while I was, you know, while we were checking you out. Uh, you were like, dude, the whispers are circling behind her in the Forgotten City, like during that scene. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> I don't know what can happen. I'm still like a believer in the potential, like, merging of the timelines, like what if Zack sweeps in and saves the day? But what if that's exactly what Sephiroth wants? That, that you know what I mean? What Not this most recent yeah. trailer that we got, but the one before it, he talks about the merging of worlds. That's that's his idea yeah. to pull that off. To what ends, I don't know. Yeah. But I think Zack is the key because he, I don't know if he's going to use Zack as a way because he knows Zack will probably do everything he can to cross over, kind of creating yeah. a link between the two. Um, mm -hmm. But I can't, where I'm stuck on is like, I need to know what the nature of these two worlds are. That's where I, I mm. we know there are two worlds, but what is the nature of them? Is one a world of facts, the other a world of fiction? Those are two words they keep throwing around. What is fact, what is fiction? So is one fact, mm. one fiction? Andy, in, in your stream we we're talking about is one world of the living, the other world of the dead is, yeah. you know, that, and that's, yeah. it's like there's, I feel like the answer lies in what the nature of these two worlds are. Like, what were they? Because I'm, I'm not sure it's as simple as it's just another timeline of alternate events. I, I'm not sure right. that's what it is. I almost feel like it's this pocket realm that spurred mm. as a consequence of killing the whispers that either Sephiroth mm, or the yeah. planet has a use for. You know? Yeah, yeah, maybe not, not, not an alternative timeline, but like another. Uh... Let's put it in Kingdom Hearts terms. Another world line. He's in Zet. He's yeah, in or like, or a, po a pocket dimension. It's Roxas's like you know, Twilight I don't know. Town. It's like Roxas's yeah. Twilight Town at the I start mean, of yeah. Cage Two. It's real, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, because obviously, like everybody seems to be dead in Zach's timeline, mm -hmm. right? Because that they they showed that shot of like everybody being xed off. Now what's interesting is that Biggs is alive. That's the other thing that's like throwing me off. Because I'm like, what are they gonna do with him going forward? I hope a lot. Not gonna lie, because I think yeah. he's pretty cool. Well, I gotta say, I'm, yeah. I'm a we big fan Biggs. of his Charlie Sheen look. I think the Charlie Sheen <laughs> look really does well for yeah, Biggs. Yeah. I think he's got to stick that out. Biggs is what leads me to believe. The nature of the two worlds might be one is the living, the other is the dead. The only yeah. one who keeps me from concluding this is Jesse. Because whatever the hell's going on with Jesse has just been thrown into the wind from that trailer where we see her dancing at the Golden oh. Saucer, though it might be like a VR projection of her. That I think somebody you know? was I don't know if that was pulled from an interview or where it was from, but I think we were talk I think we were talking about that before. And I think somebody said like, "Oh yeah, like that's supposed to be like a VR thing." I don't know if that if the I don't know if anybody said that or if that's just a theory going around. But There's, like that would make sense that that's like the image is labeled in an article. Yeah. Like that's the, where this comes from is in an article. The image is labeled Shinra's like VR technology is like state of the art mm. art or like high tech. So it very well might be a VR Jesse. I think that's probably the safest bet. But she doesn't look sure. translucent enough. 
You know what I mean? She looks material in that shot, strangely enough. But with that said, if one is the world of the living and one is the world of the dead, then in theory, Jesse should be in Biggs's world, but she's not. Yeah, she's crossed out. Yeah. That's where I'm like, so why does Biggs get to survive? Is this just like, did the planet create this world and, you know, handpicked a few people to start to cross over and influence what's going on? Or is there like, do Zach and Biggs have something in common other than being dead that allows them to be alive yeah. in the world? That's what I'm trying well, they to do. Ha- there has to be something because again, like why, why spare him and not Wedge and Jesse? Well, Wedge, you know? I think Wedge is still alive. In, in right, 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 right. Died. That's where yeah. like, Jesse throws the whole thing off. The whole thing. She doesn't appear. Yeah, we technically life. didn't see. We technically we only saw him get what uh, he he got thrusted down the elevator shaft, and then didn't the whispers like follow him down or something? I'm but trying to remember that scene, and that's the last we see him. He was basically yeah. trying to interfere further, and the whispers basically just pushed him off screen. You hear some yeah. glass break, and he says, "I just wanted to make a difference," but. To me, where we saw the light fade from Jesse and Biggs' eyes, for Wedge just die off screen is, to me, just highly yeah. unlikely. So, mm-hmm. Kitties and I were talking about this, I think, on Friday. But, like, that scene at the end, when Biggs is laying in bed and he wakes mm-hmm. up, is that then in Zach's timeline? Yes. It could be. Yes. I yeah. Think it's, it's, what we're thinking is right, originally, yeah. Originally, I didn't, that thought didn't even cross my mind. I thought he just survived. But then we saw this trailer and I'm like, that would make sense. You know now. what else? Do you know what else mm. is probably from Biggs's world? When Marlene sees the water drop off the plant and she goes, Daddy, that could actually be Barrett calling out to her across worlds. Because if they showed Biggs, oh my gosh. that's supposed to be the Biggs world, why would it cut to Marlene and that suddenly be the... You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'm wondering now, is that Marlene scene part yeah. of Biggs' world as well? What if... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm now wondering, like, what if there's, like... I, I don't know if you guys have watched, like, uh, season one of The Witcher, but, like, they did something kind of interesting where, like... There's a there's a uh, kind of a twist in it where like there's basically three different time periods and timelines happening, but you don't know that it's happening until at one point like something happens. It's like oh wait, this is taking place in the past. This is taking place in the future, and it's like I'm wondering if there's certain scenes in Seven Remake where it actually is like that. Where like what if we're actually seeing things? Just in the middle of the game that are actually happening, that are actually in Zach's timeline, but we didn't even realize it this whole time. So, like, whenever you were saying that with Marlene, you know, well, you know, I don't we, know. We got the Beagle World I, I and the Terrier that. World, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what people were calling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What are you thinking, Lance? You look like you were saying something there. I was saying I I can definitely believe that. I think I saw yeah. That. I think I want to put it past. Uh, I want to put it past them to uh, to do that. That's very, it's very Squirt Enix, uh, very Squirt Enix writing to uh, to put different events from potentially different timelines to uh, to trick the player into thinking mm-hmm. that it's all happening in real time. Well, yeah, might not. Yeah, and do you know what's interesting about that is technically speaking, remakes timeline. He's like a month or two ahead of where OG was. Like things are happening like a month or two earlier. 
I don't know how mm. I can confirm that, but I'm pretty certain that like very randomly the dates in which things were happening were off by like a month or so. Now, I don't know if that's just mm. a retcon or if this plays into like what you're saying, like maybe the things that are happening in the present moment in, you know, Cloud's world are happening a month earlier or a month later in Zach's. You know what I mean? Because it seems like mm. Zach spawns into the world, right? We see him kind of spawn in. He brings Cloud back to Midgar, but it seems like by the time he brings Cloud back to Midgar, Avalanche already failed. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he's not getting yeah. there necessarily at the time he should. He's spawning in like uh, like a yeah. few weeks late. Uh, I, I feel like there might be something there. I just that, don't know what else. Yeah. Is. That's no, really that, interesting, actually. I never heard that. Well, that's a good point because think about it. Like, again, like that just doesn't hap like the the og like when after after crisis core concludes mm -hmm. that doesn't just happen right after zach is going to midgar right after that that whole thing goes down so i am wondering that is that is, that's very interesting because what how are they all dead yeah you know like if all of these already, events didn't take place yeah and marlene's already with elmira you know what i mean she's already yeah. there yeah, this, so I'm wondering this, if he spawned in during the basically Aerith rescue mission. That seems to be yeah. he spawned yeah. in. Hmm. So do you think this is another thing I was kind of wondering? So at the very first shot of that new trailer we got where like he says, like, I feel every bullet. Like, do you and like the bullet like comes right to his head? Because do I'm you think every bullet? Actually, sorry, continue. Is that what I said? Or what, what did I say? She's correct. He said, I, I'm, I'm just being a jerk. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I think I was going to add, I wanted to ask this. Do you think that like, what if like Zach didn't initially, I, I don't want to say initially die, but like, what if like he died, but then like he was brought back or he's having memories of like how everything was supposed to go down because he was saying like i'm feel like what was it i'm feeling every bullet every bullet yeah so i'm wondering if he's like having memories of like that like how like the original timeline how it's supposed to happen or like what if he like did die and because he's like in the remake he's like wait that was all of them like he's like surprised you know so i i don't know I, like what are your thoughts on that What do you think, Kitty? For anybody, you've been a, you've been a yeah. little quiet, out of character for you. Well, okay, so I'm just kind of thinking. I'm thinking about what you're saying, um, and I don't think he's like literally meaning every single bullet. I think he's just meaning to say that like he feels himself getting shot, which I think is totally plausible. Right. I think mm -hmm. Zach could definitely take a few shots and manage to live through it. If that's what yeah. you're talking about, potentially. Or I, th I do think you could be onto something with him potentially, like, remembering. And the way I see it is maybe, like, it's almost like he has this, like, precognition. Like, he almost, like, mm -hmm. can tell what he thinks is going to happen and almost, like, remembers that feeling. And then it, like, changes and goes a different way. Mm -hmm. Is almost the way I see that working out. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. That was a lot. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I got I'm mulling it over. I'm, I'm okay. processing. I mean, I it, can, was just yeah. a, it was just a thought because I'm like, Almost I'm wondering like if he does. Can, like, 
he can like feel like oh like almost like he like knows what's gonna happen and he's like oh like like almost like he like remembers some of it but then it yeah completely well kind of like i was I even thinking kind of just just even as if like whenever Aerith was like oh like there's this feeling in my stomach right so like i'm like and obviously like you know she's an ancient so like we know that she's we can assume and theorize and you know, kind of figure out that she's aware of like what's going to happen, mm-hmm. even down to the point where she says, "Cloud, don't fall in love with me." Like, you know, like her and Sephiroth are aware of what's going to happen. So I'm just wondering if, like, if Zach not, I'm not saying he'd be aware of everything, but like if he was aware of his at, like inevitable death. I wonder, which is why he was so maybe, surprised that he survived. I would say maybe aware, but not like. Almost in like a f- like a feeling sort of way. I don't think he yeah. like knows knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's like, it's like, like a, a feeling, feeling in your stomach kind of thing. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering this if this is him trying to figure it out in a sense where it's like, you know, he's very surprised he's alive. Like you said in remake, he's like, wait, that's all of them. You know, I wonder if he's mulling like, like is the is this a dream? Was that a dream? And him going, I can feel every bullet. Is him going, no, that was real. That wasn't like a dream yeah. or a vision or like I fe- I can feel every bullet almost as if to mm-hmm. say like that memory is real. Because again, you know, FF7, unreliable narrator, lots of false memories. That might be his way of verifying like, no, that that happened to me and is very real. By the way, big shout out to Wayward Wind who just rated us with 13, 13 no. viewers. Big number hey. on the channel. Thank you, Wayward She's my Wind. Bestie. Let me get That's her. my bestie, everyone. Let's give okay. that bestie a shout out. Thank you, Wayward Wind. <laughs> who's been ripping that Minecraft. There we go. Let me drop that over on YouTube for you as well. She does some cool lore stuff. Lore junkie? We do like lore junkies. Mm-hmm. We do like lore junkies. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I get tangled up very easily thinking about all of this right now. Just because, yeah. you know, with Zach, it's like, again, it all comes mm-hmm. back to me. It all comes back to what is the nature of the world he's in? Like, what mm-hmm. is it? Was, <clears throat> is it an alternate sequence of events? I, I doubt that that's what it is in its entirety. Or mm-hmm. was it something the planet created or set up? Was it something the live stream set up? Was it something Sephiroth set up? You know what I mean? It's like, who put yeah. that there? It's almost like that. I want to know, like, who put that pocket dimension there and why? You know, is Zach falling for a mm. trap or did Minerva bring him, like, sort of repurpose him the way Minerva repurposed Genesis, right? Genesis, for all intents and purposes, kind of died at the end of Crisis Core, but Minerva sent him back, like, mended his degradation and his wounds and sent him back. I'm almost wondering. Is that kind of what happened with Zach here, where Minerva was like, kind of gave him a second lot on life, the same way she did Genesis? It could that could make sense, possible, but I still yeah. feel like no, because just because of that, the first line where he's like surprised, like, "Oh, that's all of them," kind of to me insinuates that it's different this time, and he wins the battle, and not like he dies, but is brought why? Back. How did he win the battle? Like why? Like, you know, well, I have like, a few thoughts. Okay. Like, how how or why? How or why? Yeah, what, what materia did he use? Like, come on, no, I couldn't win that fight. No, what, no, what did he no. do? My, okay, so I literally have nothing to back this up. So don't come at me with your swords. 
what if Cisne wasn't on time this time? I mean, just saying. I what if it? she actually showed up the way she was supposed well, to? Well, why would he be walking with Cloud back to Midgar? Why wouldn't Cisne just complicated. Like... Maybe her helicopter <laughs> without a gas, okay? Yeah, you never know. You can throw that in there. We have, a, <laughs> we have another raid. We have another raid from Katie another. Wayfinder. So if we get some love... I told you, I have nothing to back it up. I just think it could be a well, then, way it goes down. Maybe. Here, I love that idea because any excuse to get Cisne involved is fine with me. Yes. Like, I yes. do not care. Mm -hmm. That yes. said, yes. then the why? Mm -hmm. Like, don't you think Cisne would have hooked Zach up so he's not in the middle of Midgar? Like, here, Kyrie, watch yes. Cloud for a minute. Yes. You know what I mean? Don't yes, yeah, I do yeah, think yeah, that. Yeah, right, I right, do right. think that. I do think that. But I also think that that scene is symbolic. And so I don't think they would have, like, I think Zach, like, dragging him back to Midgar instead of, like, Cloud dragging the sword back to Midgar. I think they needed to have that parallel for it to, like, just for art reasons. And, and you know. And with that, like, I don't think, Cis I think Cisne will want to, like, dip out like ASAP, I think she needed to do what she needed to do at, in that moment. And then, what if she had to do something else? Well, if she wanted know. to not get caught by the rest of the the, the, the Turks. So what if what if she had laundry to fold? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, what if she had yeah, that's, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, what if she, she had she's a Turk. <laughs> they get their laundry yep. done for them. They they yeah, it's in the benefits true. package. All true. right, I've seen it. Not this <laughs> nation. She's built different. Oh, uh, <laughs> she don't need the Bettys. Mm -hmm. I, I wonder though, I think Cisne will actually be a huge part of Zach's little journey. Like, I'm actually excited to see what like coalition of like misfits Zach puts together. Like, is he gonna have like mm -hmm. a coalition of like Biggs and Cisne and like mm -hmm. Sung? Like, I'm curious to see what kind of mm -hmm. team ends up working with him. I almost wonder if you're gonna see a lot of the comp. Like, imagine Genesis is only in the little Zach world, right? Uh huh. Maybe mm -hmm. there's something about the because like. Again, let's say maybe it is a world of the dead that creates a way for Angeal to appear, Genesis to appear, lots of characters we all assume will appear, and then maybe you see Sonin there and you go, oh That's no. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, if Sonin's here, then that means they must have killed him over there. You know, you could reveal yeah, which things was, like that Which would have too. been like, yeah. Yeah, I was I was hoping you'd bring that up because I'm kind of hoping for that because I actually really like Sonon. Me too. Great oh. addition. Oh, Oh, so like Zach's timeline is like the quadratum, right? We go here, whatever you die, you go there. Dude. But yeah, again, but like Jesse's not there though. So like that's, that's well, unless she's not there yet. The the you know? What if she died there too? Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, that if we see Sonon over there, that will definitely like raise some eyebrows. I think I really, I, I actually really do think that like, I don't know if it's necessarily like, oh, this is like the timeline of the living, the timeline of the dead. I really think it's like Zach being alive changes everything because Zach's legacy gives shapes at what FF Seven is. Mm -hmm. So without his legacy. Like everything, everything is different, right? Without leaving behind the legacy for Cloud, everything falls apart, Not and that's that's the legacy now. Yeah, and and so, but now it's like Cloud doesn't join Avalanche. Mm -hmm. Avalanche 
like is in shambles. People like you know that means they they probably do not succeed in dropping the plate. FIFA's dead, bro. This is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, that's what my head's <laughs> well, more no, than Max but, alive, so your yeah. nightmare, my dream. <laughs> so like, how how did they die then? Like, what? Well, like, that's kind of where I'm like, I want to know, like, what's like, what's going that, on that freaking scene over there? That, you remember that, that scene? scene? From like one oh, of the yeah, 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 on they the news. The I forgot about that. They failed the air yes, rescue. That's what that was. Cloud. Yeah. Yep. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. True. Okay. I wonder if Cloud ever joined Avalanche. I do kind of wonder how Avalanche and Aerith get tangled up in each other. That's a good. I, I was thinking thought, that too. Like, I wonder how that would work out. About that scene with uh in the trailer where like Zach is all like Prince Charming like over Aerith. Like what is okay, so like I'm like that you know the shot. I know Kitty says the shot. She probably watched it fifty times. I've been burned but, into my brain. <laughs> but like I'm like wondering, like, okay, was she was is Aerith actually dead there, and Zach just found her body, or she un- is Aerith unconscious, and everyone just thought she was dead? I think she's you know? comatose. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think she's dead. I think she's comatose. Andy, we're talking about that shot with Zach and Aerith in the latest trailer, and I was like, "Is she dead?" And he found her body, or is she comatose? She's comatose, and people just think she's dead. Yeah, because that makes uh, more sense. It almost now, feels like you it know? actually feels like the Aerith and Cloud. It's weird, <laughs> right? Because it seems like Aerith and Cloud primarily have been interfacing with someone or something that's sending them all this, all these memories. Right, all the characters mm-hmm. kind of get it at the end, but throughout the game, before we get to those final chapters, it's really only Cloud and Aerith whose memories are being mm-hmm. like interfaced with. I almost wonder if the Aerith and Cloud in the Zack world are the ones sending those memories or those communications, because mm-hmm. it's also very weird that like Marlene knows because they this are stuff too. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, she's definitely comatose because Marlene's like, when she wakes up, you know, the scary man's going to come and kill her. So I'm wondering what, like, them being unconscious, them being unconscious, like, in this timeline is able to, like, because Cloud has those, like, visions, too, in Remake. So, I don't know, that might be, that might be something. You know? That might be something. Uh, what were you gonna say about Marlene? There's something there with uh, so whenever she's to me, it seems clear now that the message Marlene sent—I mean, the Aerith sent Marlene in the bar—was of her death. Like, and it's very yeah. strange to me. Like, okay, Aerith, why the hell would you show that to a child, a little girl? Unless yeah. there's some sort of idea here. Like, she almost wants her to leak that information out. I don't know. It's very strange to me i don't know but i also wonder like so why does sephiroth this is where i get confused and i wonder if there's something that can be like farmed out of this does sephiroth want Aerith to wake up in that other world because if he kills her there she's just gone 
You know what I mean? Think again. I'm seeing so many parallels about interfacing worlds in Square Enix lately. Whether it's the RG and the UG, reality, unreality, whatever's going on in FF7, there's a steady theme between mm-hmm. that, and it almost seems like death in one world has much worse consequences than death in the other. Yeah. So I'm wondering yeah. if that might be what's going on here. That like again, he wants to get that Aerith to wake up because if he can take out that Aerith. Maybe there's something more permanent about it. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. again, remember, that's not our Aerith. So Marlene telling the yeah. audience, when that Aerith wakes up, uh, Scary Man's going to kill her. Yeah, it's Aerith, yeah. but it's not our Aerith. We as the audience don't really feel for that comatose Aerith the way we feel for the one that we've already journeyed with. Unless so- that is a manipulation red herring tactic from Sephiroth to get Zack to eventually venture. I feel like Zack is somehow going to end up. I feel like every I'm again, like I said before, I'm a believer in the merging of the timelines. Like I think it's, they could happen in the forgotten city. I somehow that might motivate Zack to go find Sephiroth. Right. Or somebody. Right. And maybe Sephiroth is somehow pulling the strings here and manipulating this so that Zach does work his way maybe up you know maybe to the maybe to the city and the timelines merge and that's because that's what he think about it like we were talking about earlier that might be what Sephiroth wants is to keep Aerith alive but to tell but to somehow have Marlene communicate hey this scary man's going to kill her Zach's going to do everything he can to save her and to prevent that from happening and that is what i think Sephiroth wants so let's 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 dig into that a little bit what's Zach's rationale is it i have to keep Aerith from waking up or i have to go kill Sephiroth right okay he gets that well, rationale well i don't know if he knows he might figure out that it's Sephiroth, but we don't we don't actually know the context of that scene. So we don't know if like if he's like, who is this scary man? Or like can you describe yeah, like, him? Like Yeah. I feel like Zach hmm. wouldn't intentionally keep Aerith asleep ever. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's just not in his character. Zach's going to try to find who that is and put a stop to it. Yeah. If you ask me. And I think that's what Sephiroth wants, though. I think that's what he wants. Correct, but he knows Zack. Well, he knows Zack extremely well, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that would stop Zack from doing it his way. Yeah, it won't. It won't. It it Mm -hmm. would never. Like, even if he knew that that's what Sephiroth was after, I don't think that would change well, Zach has always been like the let me let's like defy the odds kind of guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, absolutely. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he sticks to like what he thinks and what he believes. He's very strong that way. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think maybe yeah, this comatose? Oh, go ahead, Lance. I was going to say, like, kind of like going back to what Andy said, like, we don't know who the scary man is. Like, ex- I think we can you assume it's Sephiroth, right? But. What if it's Genesis, though? Yeah, I was actually going to yeah, say Genesis. Yeah, but he has yeah. no reason to kill Aerith. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's right. on That's, Team yeah. yeah. In this, in the other timeline. No, I'm kidding. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's in, I mean, it could be in Geo. It could be, it could be anybody. It could be a lot of people. It could I be do, a lot of people. I believe it's but, but, like, I do think it's worth wondering, like, is it really Sephiroth? Could it be somebody else? That the trailer oh. makes uh, the trailer 
Uh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I had a thought. You cooking? I had a thought. Okay, so, um, and this could be completely, this could be nothing. It could be nothing. But a thought was, because we don't know who, you would assume the scary man is referred to as Sephiroth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't, again, we don't know the concept of that scene. We, we haven't seen the extent of that scene. So what if somehow Marlene saw a uh, puppeteered cloud in the Forgotten City killing Aerith instead? Oh Cloud's my in the room. god! Cloud, Cloud is in the room. She'd be like that. But, uh, but but in like yeah, but like because we well, again we don't know the extent of that scene. So again, it's just a thought. Could be like hooded like the clones. You're basically saying. Well, yeah, because yeah, you see, well, I don't know what timeline it's in, but in the, not this trailer, but the last one, you mm-hmm. see a, a dude that looks like Cloud in the hood going, he's there, go, he's going up to the crater. So, like, I'm like, what if, like, Sephiroth is trying to, or, because, because Sephiroth's, um, outside of, like, you know, mass destruction, like, uh, mother, you know, Genova, like outside of like, outside of like, just trying to please Genova and, you know, own basically own the world because he believes it's, it's his right. Right. He wants to break cloud. And so I'm wondering like, if he's like, okay, well, if I can't, if I can't kill cloud or if I can't break him in this way, what if I get somebody else to, you know, so what if there's a merging of the timelines that's going to happen? Zach's going to go up to the Forgotten City. The timeline's going to merge, and it's going to be that moment where Cloud is like, he's, he's ready going to, to he's, ready, he's to ready to kill her, and Zach swoops in, and that's what he sees is going to happen. They start duking it out. I don't know. It's a thought. It's a thought, and most likely the scary man is referring to Sephiroth. But again. Square does a very good job of being very misdirecting in some of these trailers. My so own, I don't know. My only you know? issue with this, my only issue with this is that you're creating a final boss where you don't get to play as the character you spent all game building. And I'm not sure. Which that says that's the final boss though. Didn't they like, but then what, what do you make do after some that? Some type of comment about, I don't know. Never mind. Ignore no, no, me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Didn't they make some type of comment at some point about there being like a new protagonist? They talked about Sephiroth being you could okay. basically Namura was like you could see Sephiroth as a protagonist uh-huh. in this game. And a lot of people okay. got that twisted. He's not saying Sephiroth is a good okay. guy, but a good example yeah. is like Thanos in Infinity War. Thanos was the okay. protagonist of Infinity cool. War, but he was very clearly the villain. That's mm. kind of the idea I see. That was his sword. It's kind of the same as like, oh, like, so whenever you watch like the original Star Wars trilogy, like obviously Luke Skywalker is a protagonist, but that's Darth Vader's story. You know, it's Darth Vader's story through and through. This scene, this is, yeah, this is like Sephiroth's story, like Infinity War, Thanos' story. This seems like it's Sephiroth's story. Not that he's a good guy, but it's. Yeah. Again, okay. he is he is the Darth Vader of the seven remake trilogy. And I think we're going to get to know everything about like we know what's motivated him in the past. It seems like something mm. else is motivating him now. Right. 
Like, we go to, like, maybe his most recent incarnation in the old compilation, which is Advent Children, where he goes on his, you know, his RPG speech of, you know, me and my mother are going to consume this planet and ride it through the cosmos as our vessel, right? So it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's what he wants. But yet, here in Remake, he's like, he's looking to the edge of creation, and he's like, all who are born are bound to her, and and, uh, he says something along, basically, it seems like he's pursuing immortality, but at a level of existence, right? He's like, all who are born are bound to her. I won't have her end, nor will I have you end. So it seems like his ambitions are now beyond just let me let me and Genova consume this planet and ride it through the yeah. cosmos. It seems mm-hmm. like now he's pursuing some kind of immortality, you know, but not mm-hmm. just an immortality for himself, but like for all of existence. It's... Mm-hmm. And I wonder, where does that come from? How does everybody play into it? And when he says seven seconds until the end, it's like, okay, why is he whispering in Cloud's ear to change the thing he's seemingly planning? There's there's just so many layers. Mm. It's almost impossible to get into his head. Like, I, uh, I don't know. Any thoughts? I think, well, I think, I think he's just like, I think it, it's impossible to get into his head because he's trying to get in everyone else's head. Like, I almost feel like half the stuff he's saying is just to say just to mess with everybody. You know? Like, the seven seconds to the end could be nothing. It actually could be nothing, right? But I feel like it's it's not. But it could be. It could be nothing. You know? I don't know. But I do know, especially in the original, Sephiroth had a field day just messing with Cloud's head. And and the same thing is happening here. You know, it's just going to play out a little bit differently to maybe meet this immortality agenda that Sephiroth is striving for. You know, we don't really, we don't really know what he's trying to do. We just know that he's trying to do things different. And that he needs But we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He needs Cloud for now. Yeah. Sounds like somebody who, uh, someone who wants existence to be immortal. That sounds like, that sounds like a protagonist agenda. What if the merging of worlds is more than just like two timelines? What if it's like, again, I have nothing to back this up with. This is just, I'm just throwing stuff out there at this point. Just to, you know, just to right. see what you guys think. What if he, what if Sephiroth's going to pull a Xehanort? He's going to try to merge himself with, like, Cloud somehow. You know, I don't know. Like, I can't really... It'd well, be kind of out of pocket and weird. Genova does the Nording around here. That's true. Yeah, but I'm wondering if, like... I just... I don't know what Sephiroth's angle is, and that's why this is, like... Well, it's why it's so fun to, like, make these theories, but also it's, like, I just don't know. Here's you know? some insight that I can offer. So, we're all pretty much kind of in the boat that this is advent children sephiroth i think most of us yeah. are there it mm-hmm. still so. could be deconfirmed, yeah. but it seems pretty um evident in the book on the way to a smile in the chapter Lifestream black it details how sephiroth was able to revive himself uh for advent children and the whole way he was able to do it was simply through memory because cloud remembered mm. him but the Sephiroth yeah. that came back in Advent Children was only the Sephiroth that was connected to Cloud's memory. So the Sephiroth you see in Advent Children has no memory of Angeal, has no memory of Genesis, has no memory really mm. of Crisis Core. Really the one that was summoned back through Cloud's memory 
basically using the clones uh, from from all of Shinra's experiments. The one that came, the Sephiroth that came back is one that's like fixated on Cloud because the nexus of his, the nexus of his existence is completely reliant on Cloud's memory, and that's why he says mm-hmm. to him, "I'll never be just a memory." Because he seems yeah. to, through the live stream and through Genova and all these clones, he has a way to reinsert himself back into existence. If you remember from Crisis Core, the way Cisne explains to Zack, like, yeah, maybe Genesis may be dead, but he's able to, from the live stream, send out these Genesis clones, able to kind of, yeah. you know, insert this stimuli into what's going on. And I have to imagine that that's what's going on here. And maybe there's. I don't know, the way Cloud breaks when he's introduced to things from his past, I almost wonder if the same thing's going to start happening to Sephiroth. Can you imagine Sephiroth randomly getting a Cloud headache and there's little blips of Angeal and there's little blips of Genesis? You know, because this Sephiroth severed himself off from that and would almost kind of create this parallel between both Sephiroth and Cloud where they're falling victim to Genova. You know what I mean? It doesn't make Sephiroth the good guy, but you suddenly start to understand, like, oh, his his... His brain is scrambled eggs too, which we all kind of know that, but we don't get to see it. The Sephiroth we always see just has, you know, alpha energy. He's smirking. He's confident. But the Sephiroth from Crisis Core, that guy is still in there somewhere. That vulnerable guy is in there somewhere. So I don't know. I miss him. (laughs) We all do. Miss him so much. (laughs) I want to ask him and Glenn are going to one and three seven and we both. Only that will cause those those blimps that you were referring to. Right, that's the thing. Glenn might be his his first sort of blip because I think that's mm-hmm. Glenn in the trailer. The more time passes, the hooded guy at the parade, mm-hmm. I think it's Glenn. I, I think it's Absolutely. Glenn. He's got the smirk. He's got it. the facial hair. I don't know. There, the, he's he's literally the entire point of First Soldier. He's yes. the he like don't get me wrong. The Lucia and Matt, they're they're characters, but Glenn's the guy. You know what Love I mean? Guy, I don't know. What what do you make of that, Lance? Yeah, I think I think Lang is gonna be I think First Soldier is gonna be basically the, the Union Cross to uh to uh Rebirth. Like, I don't know if it'll be to that extreme to of a degree of comparison, but I do think Glenn is gonna play a role in Rebirth uh, and and with his uh past and connection to Sethaloth. And I think that's why um, they are intentionally so uh, presenting that scene with them, the opening of the soldier with them fighting and uh, and Glenn proclaiming to be a hero. Mm. While having a Sephiroth that was seeking out Genesis. Yes. Yes, that's, uh, that Sephiroth is the guy who was, uh, that is, um, we, mi- we miss that guy. Like, like Kitty said, we miss that <laughs> Sephiroth. And- I miss no. the Sephiroth that would just call us on his cell phone occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> I, do we need to give Sephiroth an intervention? Just like sit him down. Yeah, and be I, like, think, I think so. Yeah. Dude, Let's you've changed. Get a round table and be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> what's going on?" Ever since you <laughs> met Genova, bro, you just haven't been you. That conversation is not going to go well. <laughs> we might all die. <laughs> Listen, I I just think he's genuinely upset that Cloud stabbed him once. You know. And now he just wants revenge. That, that He's like, is hey man, I remember that. There's an obsessive component there. There, yeah. there really is. I think Genova drives it. 
right? Because mm-hmm. I think Genova is always Genova wants the most powerful vessel she can get at her side. And mm-hmm. by FF7 standards, that's Sephiroth. But I think when yeah. Cloud showed that potential, Genova just got like, she got thirsty. You know what I mean? She's like, who's mm. this guy who wields this buster sword and can ram it through Shinra's entire like magnum opus experiment? You know? I don't know. I don't know. I see Drew is on his way out. Drew, thanks for hanging out, dude. We love you, man. Thanks for hanging. Crazy. It's also funny how for Soldu, um, this 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 might be spoilers for people who um, haven't played for Soldier yet. I think it's interesting how young stuff about Mexicans how singular lied about him being a hero. Mm-hmm. And kind of like mm-hmm. pumped out propaganda that wasn't true about what Sephiroth has done. I think that's really interesting. I wonder if that's going to also play a part to his character uh, moving forward, especially in Rebirth. Well, what it tells what me, it almost think, it almost seems like Shinra was actually scared to dispatch Sephiroth. Like for some reason, they mm-hmm. kept keeping him oh. at home because, like, we see it in Crisis Core too, right? Like Sephiroth mm-hmm. is known as the hero of the Wu Tai War. But Zach was the one who actually did the work. But yeah, I was gonna say you don't really see Sephiroth go out too much. Yeah, yeah, it's like a handful of times. Yeah, and in First Soldier, you actually play through the first mission he was ever dispatched out on, and you find out he's got zero social skills. He zero. Li- yeah, he he has no clue how the world works. He's basically just been Shinra's Rapunzel, hence the long hair kept in the tower, finally let out. It's. It's interesting. Like, it's it's very interesting to see. Um, it's Rapunzel gone wrong. Yeah, which is funny. That's, wow. That seems to be an arch- archetypical theme in FF7 because I see Aerith has a lot of similarities with Rapunzel too, mm-hmm. with Midgar kind yeah. of being her tower, keeping her out from the outside world. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's good stuff. Oh boy! I don't have any thoughts on First Soldier. I have not played it, but I, I'm I'm open to like listen about it. You know, I don't really care about like getting spoiled on it. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I should they... play it, and because there seems to be some, if we're going to be seeing some of that in Rebirth, like oh, yeah. I feel like I need to like get get up to date, you know, up to speed on what's the going first, on. The first couple chapters are a little bit draggy. I'm not yeah. going to lie, but like once and once confirmed. we step off and like chapter four or five that's when things start to improve i haven't finished i'm not completely caught up but i i feel like i'm gonna be end of a soldier so i'm i'm, yeah. really, I'm, I'm excited for updates i hope i hope square enix uh the uh pumps out for soldier content and plenty of it before we so we can have other context to uh, see what role glenn is going to play into cephalov's character do you mm. think glenn's related to cloud some way i I don't. I I, I want to say no. I've heard that. I I, I just. I think he is an important person in Sephiroth's past. I don't believe there's a connection to Cloud. What about? What do you think? My gut tells me no, but there's something in the back of my head that goes. They've never explained why Cloud is so powerful. Yeah, it's never real. But mm-hmm. like bef- before the Genova cells, right? Pre Genova yep. cells. Cloud. Yeah, Nibelheim. Yeah. Yeah. He can hang. Mm-hmm. Why? How? You know, there has to be an explanation for it. And they can leave it ambiguous and unanswered like they have for 26 years. 
But if they were to explain it, I feel like it might come back to Glenn. Why else introduce this guy? You know? And the mm. idea that, you know, again, in Nibelheim, it was like customary that when a boy grew up, he went off to the Midgar to go work for Shinra. So the idea mm. that someone like Glenn could just be somebody from a country town that ended up in that position, who knows? I don't know. And you never, you never really, you never see... I don't even remember even hearing about Cloud's father, really. His mom, yeah. Yeah, it's only his mom. So, I mean, that could be something, yeah. Hmm. I mean, uh, to back up what you said, uh, Landy, Glenn does really talk about being a fuck-up like, throughout the game. Yeah. He has a lot of gambling problems, a lot of, lot, basically a lot of, a lot of fuck-ups. That's why we love him. Life that he refers to. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Mm. It makes me wonder: hey, is one of those fuck ups leaving a kid in Nibelheim, like, like not gonna see him again? Like, is that was that one of them? That's that's a. Yeah. might be oh, honest. You mess up abandoning your child, Lance. You're so right. Yeah, he doesn't even need to be like he lived in Nibelheim. He could have just knocked up Mama Cloud one night, and mm-hmm. yeah. that's the end of it. Yeah, because you're right. He does. He's pretty open about the fact he was a degenerate and that he's kind of trying to get out of that. Yeah. That's interesting. First soldier. I, uh, Ever Crisis on PC now, which I'm yet to give that a shot. But mm-hmm. yeah, it looks really good. I played on Friday. It, it looked, it, it's really smooth. Buggly smooth. So maybe getting away from all the mysteries, we can come back to them. Maybe getting away from all the mysteries. Um, what were we feeling about everything they've shown us from like the golden saucer? Cause that was a big golden saucer trailer. Mm-hmm. Like that entire trailer mm-hmm. was basically golden saucer. Oh, and play, Elvira's house. The play, the play is going to be amazing. It's going to be, oh, sure. I feel like better. It's, it just looks like, cause it's not just like who you take on the date. It looks like everybody is involved in some way. So like, it looks like yeah. anyone who isn't a date has a role, right? Yeah. And then uh-huh. I did see that, like, whoever the princess in the play is, is going to be whoever you give the most attention to. Like, it could be Tifa, Yeah, I hope Aerith, it's Barrett. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Barrett. Dude, I can't wait. Uh. This, is, this is everybody's reminder. When you get to the golden saucer, create a separate save point so you could do dates with everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Well, don't doesn't the date scene? Uh, didn't they say that it's gonna kind of be based off of like a a hidden social link mechanic, or like depending on like what like what kind of quests you do throughout the game, or like how much time you like have them in your party, like kind of similar to like the scene we get in remake. You can either have like Tifa, Aerith, or Barrett. Because I, I thought that's what the what it was gonna be, right? I think so, they let you choose because. I know that's how the princess works is based on that. I oh, can't imagine the okay. date and the princess is based on that. Cause then they're setting you up for like Aerith, Aerith, Tifa, Tifa, Yuffie, Yuffie. I don't know. I feel like, yeah. I think there will be a lot of that in the game, but I think for the date itself, just because there's so many options, I think they might let yeah. you choose. Mm. So who are you guys going to choose then? If that's the case. Yuffie. 
hands down. <laughs> I'm a Yuffie fan. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play. It's a game time decision. It depends how the how the journey goes, man. I don't know. Yeah, if, I'm gonna play the game game time decision. You know, if you know, maybe maybe Tifa's being a little too facetious, or she's getting a little too jealous. That turns me off a little <laughs> bit. I switch over <laughs> to Aerith. You know, man, I gotta kind of play it out, see how it feels. You know, maybe I'm feeling <laughs> a bros night. You know, maybe I'm playing. Nah, me, me and my pooch man, me and my dog on the Ferris wheel. I'm going red thirteen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, it could be like Friday night, one a.m. I get up to the gold saucer. I look over on the couch. There's Kobe. I'm like, we're doing a red thirteen date. We're doing a red thirteen date. Oh god. Yeah, I um. Well, cause like uh, whenever I played rebake and we had the the scene in like in uh, at Elmira's. Um, in the in the flower garden, I got Tifa for that scene. It was a really good scene. But then I watched like the Aerith scene, and I'm like, that that's kind of like an important scene. Like, dang, like, because that's when she tells Cloud, like, don't fall in love with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh man, you know, I might have to, I might have to pick Aerith just for the sole purpose of the story to see what she says, you know. But like, there's a lot of meat there. What's interesting, <clears throat> I'd have to pull up the interview from Nojima. The Aerith mm. that talks to Cloud in that dream isn't technically the Aerith in the tower. Mm. And I'm wondering if maybe that's the Aerith that's unconscious. I'm going to see if I could pull up the actual interview. Mm. Well, because there are, like, I mean... There's got to be something there with, like, we were talking about this earlier, but with the Aerith being unco unconscious in Zack's timeline, Cloud being unconscious, because Cloud seems like he's going to be unconscious. He seems like he's unconscious for a long time. Like, there's no way he doesn't just, he doesn't wake up. So, like, I think you're on to something with, like, maybe, like, they are somehow, without realizing it, sending messages to... Their interface, the Beagle timeline, yeah. or whatever the heck it is, you know, and because there, there has been a, I mean, there, you know, you see even in the OG, whenever Cloud is paralyzed, uh, in uh, what the heck is that? Um, is it Medeal? Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, no, maybe not Medeal. It's it's after it's in like disc two or disc three. Cloud is paralyzed. Tifa's the one who has to like wake him up. He's like in the, you know what I'm talking about? Like yes. there, there's that, uh, there's a lot of that that happens. Like, like that happens, stuff like that happens in the OG where like, you know, we're trying to like awaken the uh, the consciousness, right? And so mm -hmm. I, I'm wondering if they're going to keep playing off of that with, and just kind of even go further with it, with what's going on in Zach's timeline. Mm hmm. <clears throat> Hi, kitty. <laughs> I see Lance's cat. <laughs> Two of them. Chilling. When daddy's doing something, they go, oh, let's go Baba Daddy. Let's go, let's go. Oh, man. I'm mm. still trying to find this Nojima interview, so don't mind me. I think I stumbled on it. So funny. Here's a funny note. Apparently the line, Cloud, you can't fall in love with me, was rejected over and over and over. They did not want that line in the game. But apparently really? Nojima mm -hmm. was like, no, that line has to be in the game. 
Mm. Oh, so you're looking for the interview like of him saying that? Of him saying that the Aerith that was in his dreams wasn't necessarily the Aerith in the tower. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Hmm. Hmm. Do you, this is so random, but like, <laughs> uh, do you think Bugenhagen is going to be a, uh, like a, not a, not a playable party member, but like maybe like a, a side party member in that fight in the, the Cosmo Canyon, uh, where the heck is it? The cave of the, of the, uh, what the heck is it called? Um, in Cosmo Canyon, whenever that boss fight, I don't remember what the cave is called, like the cave of the Gi, is that what it is? Or something like that? Actually, hold on. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You think Bugenhagen's going to throw hands? Because <laughs> he's there with Barrett or Red 13. It's just You're a random right. thought. You're right. Yeah, you know? it is Cave of the Geek. He might be like... Yeah. It would be cool if he's like uh, an assistant party member. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Like, he don't play as ever or anything, but he's just there. He's throwing hands. I'd love to see Bugenhagen throw hands, bro. Yeah. Him I and hope, his bald head. I hope they dumped half the budget into the Bugenhagen scene. I hope they oh, took yeah. half this game's budget Dude, that, and put it in that, that scene. scene that scene's gonna be that scene's gonna be crazy. There's because we were I mean we were saying before we're like if we feel like Bugenhagen is also going to be along the lines of Aerith and Sephiroth where he's gonna be aware of everything that's happening. So I'm just that is one of my honestly one of my most anticipated scenes right now that I'm looking forward to because I'm just like what is he going to say? You know, mm -hmm. but there's one, there's one thing in particular, and this is what makes the original hard for me when comparing the two. There is one scene that always has stuck with me from the original. It's when you go to Bugenhagen, he's kind of explaining everything and it kind of zooms in on Aerith. Who's kind of looking around almost like she's overwhelmed. Right. Cause remember this is the mm. girl who hid under the plate her whole life. Like, yeah, I really hope they kind of capture that terror. Right, and I, that's why yeah. I kind of liked at the end of remake when she was like boundless, terrifying freedom. Like the idea of yeah. not being encased within Midgar scared her, and then that the idea mm -hmm. of killing fate was even more terrifying. So I, I really hope they capture that too. I know in the scenes and screenshots we've shown, she has this look of amazement on her, but I really hope they zone back into that in the middle of that scene. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because mm -hmm. again, she's the girl mm -hmm. who thinks she feels like the sky is swallowing her up. That's something she says, mm -hmm. that when she looks to the sky, she feels like it's pulling her up and away. So I almost, I kind of want to feel that during that Bugenhagen scene. Because I feel like, and again, yeah. I could have projected it because it's little blocky sprites. But to me, it always felt like <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. an anxious energy about Aerith at a certain point. Um, that's just a random thought of mine. Mm. Mm. Since we were on the Bugenhagen of it all. Yeah. Mm. I see guy says that's very Rapunzel energy. Yeah, she's Rapunzel in one world and Sleeping Beauty in the other. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. Our girl, yeah. princess vibes, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, she's not a princess to be coddled until she is in two timelines. Like, <laughs> she just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like literally princess energy. We love it. Somebody had a cool theory here. Let me see if I could pull this back up. Okay, cool. It was M.A. who says, I have a theory that there's only one timeline and that after defeating the Whispers, the past is rewriting itself while the future stays intact, only to change once the past catches up to it 
which could be the temple of the ancients. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, even like in the, wasn't there in the temple of the ancients, there's like moments when you're going through where like, uh, that's another place I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing because while you're going through it, you actually see in the original, you see like visions of Aerith, like at, you know, in the forgotten city and like, but you don't know what's going on. You just see her like praying. And so I'm like, I'm wondering how they're going to depict that. And if that is going to be, because I don't know, I guess the whole, the past catching up to himself, that's kind of what I was thinking of there. Like, I wa- I'm wondering if, like, I don't know. I wonder if there's going to be anything else there. Like, some dark-haired boy with a buster sword coming to swoop in to save the day, and there's a vision of that there. So I don't bad. know. All right, let, let's, you know? let's just rip that Band-Aid off. Okay, all four of us, how do you think Rebirth ends? I can tell you how I want it to end. But uh-huh. probably it will end. I want to hear how you think it will end. So I originally thought that because everyone was expecting like, oh, it's going to end at that moment, you know, or like it's going to. I know what Katie's going to say. And it's actually kind of hilarious. It but is like, kind of hilarious. I, well, so I was actually thinking I thought they were going to go farther than after the Forgotten City. And I thought it was going to end with Barrett and Tifa locked up meteor is falling from the sky and then they it's it's kind of like it's a parallel to seven remake whenever Aerith looks up and says i miss it the steel sky now tifa and barrett are locked up sentenced to bait to death and they're looking up at the sky and they say something as meteors falling i thought that's how it would have ended because then at that point it's like everyone's pretty much at their lowest cloud is unconscious they're locked up Aerith is gone everyone's at their lowest however i want i think in um i i could be wrong but i thought they actually recently said in an interview that like you can like they they, the devs are like you can expect it to end when you think it's gonna end but so we know we know it's gonna be at that Mm -hmm. around that moment like after that moment you know um now, I think because the whispers are present in that moment that we've seen in the trailer, uh, that's what I'm just so anxious to see because I'm like, they are there, which means something else is going to happen. I still think at the end of the day, Aerith is going to die. I don't know if it's going to be the same way, but I think at the end of the day, everything is going to play out exactly how it's supposed to play out, but because the whispers are there, something's going to happen. Just like at the end of Sever Remake, we had that whole giant fight with Sephiroth that had that, you know, was not in the original. All but none of that was. But at the end of the day, what are they doing? They're on their way to Kong, just like in the original, right? They're on pace to you know, follow the story of FF7, but with it's just going to there's going to be different things that are going to happen so i is that going to swoop in and see to save the day is it going to be a are you going to have a moment where like you know i don't know if you're going to be able to play as zach throughout the game or if they're going to save him for dlc like like they did with yuffie but like are you going to have a moment where you have to choose between zach and cloud because there are some square enix games that i will not name because of spoilers that have done something like that with their characters and it's games. like yes why are you making me do this and so i'm like 
I don't know, you know, That's but awful. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of think that would be that would be nuts, right? There's like two different endings, but one of them is like the actual canon one. The other one's like the bad ending, you know, but I can't see them having like Cloud or Zack as a final boss. Like, I think you're going to be fighting. You're going to have that Genova fight after everything goes down. And then you you might end up fighting Sephiroth again or pff, Cloud and Sephiroth. I'm sorry, Cloud and Zack versus Sephiroth and Genesis. Hey, man, I don't know if Genesis is going to come back, but all I'm saying is that Rebirth logo has a dawning red to it, which makes me think of Genesis. So I don't know, you know, but those are all my thoughts on it. Even if tomorrow is bearing of promises. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. When is the supremacy? Beautiful. Yeah, you say what you were going to say. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I, the likelihood of them actually doing this would be Slim super low. I just think it would be the most hilarious troll of all time. I want it to build up. I, I am a firm believer. I do think Zach's going to swoop in there. That's just me and my Zach-obsessed denial brain that he's going to show up there and save her from who? I'm not sure. Um, but try to save her from something. But I think it would be hilarious if they built it up to that point and it just cuts to black as soon as Sephiroth. Oh, credits down. roll. <laughs> 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 that would be, people would hate that. I like that. Oh, oh I man, it like would drive me nuts. It would drive me nuts. It's what I want so bad. I just think that would be so great. And then you would have people just like hanging on and just like so dude, that would make that would, people would be so mad people would be so mad dude like oh, <laughs> I, would be mad. I would just be like <laughs> this is great can you imagine can you imagine you see i get to be in pure agony and question my life till the next game i kind of want this Let's do it <laughs> i'm actually like really not opposed to it imagine the game is ending you see Sephiroth <laughs> descending it cuts to black and right as the credits uh -huh. roll you hear do 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 oh do, come on boot up the third game and right as you boot it up black screen you just and that would be where it picks up be, and you're like it would be the most insane start to a game ever no i feel like i feel like it wouldn't start that way though i feel like it would start like in the future and like like after that scene to see like kind of it, it wouldn't be it, it would that scene would take place like shortly after but like yeah. it would start somewhere like you know you you'll see kind of maybe it even starts with tifa and barrett are locked up cloud is unconscious and it's like how did we get here because and it would be kind of crazy oh for people God. who've never played the original mm -hmm. and be like we don't know what's going on <laughs> like but i don't know that's what i want yeah but i do I don't think they would actually do that to us. I think that's just me wanting to be unhinged. But I, I do genuinely part of me, think Zach is going to show up there. I think part that that's wants where that, and part of me hates it. <laughs> I love yeah. it. It's what I, love I think. For. I think a reunion is inevitable. I think it's inevitable. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what I'm the most excited about. And that's why, like, when Rebirth comes out, I'm so torn. I'm like, do I want to take my time and enjoy just, like, this masterpiece of a game? Or do I want or do I want to make sure I don't get spoiled and get through the story so I just, I see everything before 
somebody says something, you know. But and I'm still a firm believer that I think I still think Zach's going to die at some point, and I still yeah. think that mm. could be the moment. I think everything is going to end up how it should be one way or the other, regardless if, you know, if Sephiroth is trying to change things or not, mm -hmm. because it seems like Aerith knows that she has to die. Yeah. Like that has to happen. And, um, again, like I think whether how she dies, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they all make it out and no one dies and they repel Sephiroth and Genova and then maybe you have a completely different, I don't want to say completely different, like, part three, but you just have part three, but now it's with Zack and Aerith, and now, but, and they're just with you, but now, like, you don't know what's going to happen with them, because they're, like, the oddballs out, and they still end up dying somehow. I don't, I feel like they would not do that, because I also just feel like Zack and Aerith's da death are, they're, they're way too impactful to, like, just not have in there. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think that like it could be different, right? It, yeah. it, it might be different, yeah. but their deaths are what really shape this story and these characters. It's those but, two yeah. specifically. And I still think that could be the moment though for mm -hmm. him. Well, so yeah. there's part of me that still thinks that might be it. Here's what I think. I'm going to play off what you said, kitties. I think you're warm. Mm -hmm. I think warm. I think Zach spawns in on that moment, right? You even hear yeah. Aerith in the trailer say, "Like, lend, lend me, me your, your strength." strength. You know, that's. Yeah. I think she's talking to him too. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Oh gosh. I, and she's, dude, she's a white mage. She literally summons him, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my I'd gosh! Like I would like, it. dude. He. What if, what if she's like, you know how she's like, oh, this, my material is not good for anything at all, but I, I know it's like, it, it's holy, but like, what if like Zach just comes out of it? <laughs> I'd be Jesus like, yeah, he's holy, you're correct. But I, but I do think, <laughs> ah, I, do think I do think Zach spawns in at that moment. And could you imagine the final boss is you are playing as a possessed cloud who is about to kill Aerith, right? I think we're going to set it up that Cloud will be the one to do the deed because that will yes, destroy Yes, that's him, right? what I thought. Yeah, because Sephiroth, yeah. if yeah. Sephiroth does it, Cloud can absolve himself yeah. of guilt to a certain degree. Yeah. If Cloud is the one to do it, he will break in that's a way gonna break him. before. Well, but, and that's and also going to break Zach if he's there to see it. To bring you back to a point I've made during previous roundtables, I think Zach's meant to save, like, to serve the same purpose, to save Cloud. Mm. Maybe he would just be saving Cloud in a different way. I think, but no, I think now he has to save Aerith. I think he already. Well, saved I think Cloud. he needs. Yeah, I think he already saved Cloud in Crisis Core. It's now Tifa's job to save Cloud. Ooh, that's I think true. Zach has to save Aerith. I think Cloud will be close to doing the deed. Zach will appear, and your final boss is you are going to fight Soldier First Class Zach Fair. That will be your final boss. A one that would be fight him. Zach willing to do everything. To protect Aerith versus a cloud possessed by Genova, and you have to fight him. You have to I fight can't. Zach. That Don't would put that be, on me. That would be nuts. Then Cloud will That'd kill Zach, and that's his <gasps> new guilt trip. That's his new guilt trip. Sephiroth breaks him all over again. Because remember what woke up Cloud in uh in um Crisis Core, seeing Zach on the floor, 
bloody and dead. Now imagine he's seeing it like he's the one who did it. Chris, think about it. That's the legacy yeah. of the Buster Sword. Zach had to well, kill I'm him in jail never to inherit the Buster Sword. Now Claude's oh, you're right. Zach you're right. The Buster Sword. That's how it works. You're right. He's going to pass I it down. It. And who knows? Maybe Zach becomes a monster just like Angel before him, right? Maybe something happens. He does that in a way to save Aerith. And now just as Angel needed Zach to strike him down, Zach needs Cloud to strike him down. Like, yes, I, I became this to save Aerith, and, and now you yeah. have to save me. And then now that's Cloud's new guilt trip. I don't know. Or maybe Cloud that could be break. really good. He that could be break. really good. But I personally don't think I can fight Zach Fair. That's why they have no to way do I, it, No way I would kill him. I can't do it! I can't do it, Landy! I'm not going to finish this game! Like just or you know, pausing it and just walking out of the room, like nope. Or you know I'd be like, so um, this is where the, the game ends. Um, or nothing after this. On the flip, right? The only moment that you get to control Zach in the game is a final boss against Cloud. And I like that. It's, it's it's just like Crisis Core, where just as his final encounter, you cannot win. You fight Cloud, but you can't win. Uh, okay, see, uh, that I could get into, because I was going to say, I don't like that the final boss is a character with a moveset you haven't played as the whole game, because I feel like final bosses right. really test your metal on the character right. creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be a final boss. It doesn't lose. have to be. But no, but the idea you're supposed to lose is something I Just really like Crisis love. Core. I really Just like that. in Crisis Core. Mm -hmm. I prefer this. That's going to hurt me so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I would like yeah. Cloud, just a thought. So now imagine Cloud is broken in a way he wasn't before. Uh -huh. Aerith has been captured by Shinra. Um and Tifa and Barry are in jail, sentenced to death. It's like now you have this new component where you have this living Aerith, but she's in Shinra's clutches now. Like you actually made everything worse. Right? Just imagine that oh. we get to that end and now we've just made everything worse. True. Mm, yeah. Because now that you're keeping Aerith around, you're giving Shinra what they want, right? Mm -hmm. You're giving Hojo what he wants. Maybe not what Sephiroth wants, but we got a lot of players here, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Lance? How do you think it ends? I'm going to remain consistent with what I said at the beginning. I think everything, I mean, the whispers might have, might change some things. But the whispers might change things on the other side. I think, I think mm. he dies just like the original. But yeah. what if the whispers? So I think it's most there, likely what could happen. What? Yeah. What if those whispers being there? What if they show up in the other timeline, and Aerith wakes up in uh, with, with Zack? That's how I think the game ends. I think mm. the game's going to end on that cliffhanger, and then, and then. What's up, Landy? Lands. Oh, I think you cracked it. I think it's a reunion. I think Aerith will die, but she's just going to wake up on the other side, reuniting with Zach. Yes. yes. Mm. Oh, I where she should be. Sorry. Yeah, Zach, let's yeah. kill Aerith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> yes. I'm a sucker for their relationship, okay? Sarah <laughs> for life. Same. Like, say, like, I just, they're, they're perfect. Yeah, perfect. 
Okay, so let's take yeah. on the shippers. What do you guys think about that scene of Cloud and Aerith getting really close? I think that Cloud is still going to fall in love with her, as he does. As he should. Um, as he should. As he should, sure. I mean, she is she yeah. is great, but... He, here's I, something I, that people don't understand. Cloud. He's like a Cloud-Zack hybrid. Of course, his, well, yeah, dude, he's, he's, he's in love... He's in all this, like, shipping bullcrap. Dude, he's in love with both of them. Yeah, like, it's a love triangle. Yeah. It's a love triangle. He's in love with both of them. One yes. just happens to die. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he's still going to fall in love with her. I think that's absolutely. a big part of Cloud's a big character and yeah. his development. Um, but, yeah, I just, I personally... I personally am Zach and Aerith to the end, and that's why I think I was so okay yep. with all the deaths, with with their deaths, because they're together in the live stream yep. after they yes. die. And that they were together in Advent Children. Guardians yeah. of the planet. And they're gonna be together yeah. again. You yeah. know? Yeah. So I mean, I think, yeah, I think Bob was gonna catch feels because I think that was inevitable. I mean, you've seen Aerith, right? She's very charming. Also, if you're a dude, you've been 21. You know how that is. If you were in a room with Aerith and Tifa, you wouldn't be able to choose either. All right? Nope. We know how that is. You have a point. We know how that is. Yeah, they, they both have two they have two different energies that are both like mm. that that pull at different that different Yeah, you want You want Aerith in the streets and Tifa in the sheets. That's what you want. Oh my, oh gosh, my I wasn't yeah, going to go that, there. But oh hey. God. That's what I was but that was my point is like yeah they're still gonna catch feels but i still think that like zach is the biggest reason for the like for the for the why Aerith is the way she is why she has the courage to do a lot of things like i think that connection is just very important to her facts mm. and i think the reason why and like this is why i actually really love it and it's actually quite a unique love triangle is the reason reason Aerith is almost like playing into it is because she misses Zach and cloud yeah. reminds her of him. You yeah. know, it's like, it's I still get hard. mad at her though all the time. <laughs> I love her, but I get mad at her literally all the time. I mean, kitty, like she thinks Zach is dead. What is she supposed to do? <laughs> like, I'm aware. I'm aware. There are just certain times. She says certain things and I'm like, but why you got to lie though? Hmm. I'm thinking of the scene where she's talking about him the first time, and when she and Cloud are at the playground in original like the seven. Eyes. She, where, where, oh, in the where original. He, yeah, asks, yeah. he asks if she like had a boyfriend, and she's like, "Yeah," hmm. and he's like, "Were you serious?" And she goes, "No, we just saw each other for a while." And I'm like, "You liar! You heckin' <laughs> liar! Not serious." Okay, as you write him, how many? However many letters. Yeah. Letters, 87 yeah. letters. Like, don't even. Don't even with me right now. But that's the problem is everyone's always lying to cr to Cloud to protect him. That's like, yeah. she, she doesn't mm -hmm. mean like, that. She didn't mean liar. it. She doesn't mean that they weren't serious. She still said it, and <laughs> I witnessed it. I have a question. Yeah. Um, how long is the gap between Cloud walking back to Midgar with the bus of Sog and Tifa. Not Mike. long, I don't think. It's not very long. Is it like year, uh, months, days? Mm. Like Well, between uh, Cloud uh, getting back to Midgar and the start of FF7? Mm -hmm. uh, not uh, Tifa 
also Tifa finding him. Or you mean like Tifa like recruiting him in the avalanche or just yeah. like. I actually yeah. I always get mixed up because I, I, I heard it was like it was like months. I heard it was like years, but I actually don't really Definitely know. Not years. I don't no, think. Months, yeah, it's, months, it's not months. years or something. Months. Yeah. I, mm. Months is more accurate. Which is why I'm mad. Eric, the dude says there's that one scene in one of the earlier trailers where Tifa and Aerith are discussing what really happened at Nibelheim, which didn't happen in the OG. You know, there's a lot of that going on, which I'm the thing I'm happiest the most about is actually I might catch some heat for saying this. It's actually Cloud. I think Cloud is the weakest part of the original. I I really do. I think Mm. he's one of the most unrelatable protagonists in the series. Um because that's hard to pull off when you have an unreliable narrator who's acting as a persona that isn't his real self. You feel like you don't really get to know the character. I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. But yeah. this new cloud is actually gripping with the dilemma. He's like, hey, I'm getting mm-hmm. all these visions and yeah. memories. Like this dilemma he's having now in Rebirth did not exist in OG. And I feel connected to him now because I almost feel like I get it. It's like, yeah, man, I don't know what's real and what's fake either. I don't know what the future is or what the future isn't. You know, I almost feel Mm -hmm. like I'm on that ride with him of like, dude, I don't know what's fact or fiction either. I'm on the ride with you. I get it now. I know what it's like. Yo, shout out to Sid with a $5 super chat who says, Sephiroth and Aerith are together in my head. After all, he was closest to her heart at the end. Dude, what? she she Damn. sent that to me this morning and Damn. said good morning. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, might, no. Get out of here, Sid. Cupid's arrow. That's all he was doing. He just didn't understand yeah. the assignment. He thought it was a Cupid's <laughs> arrow thing, you know? And I and I took that literally. I, um <laughs> I mean, you did say he doesn't have good social skills, so. Yeah, I think, like, so, I I think Cloud is, because, like, Lady, I, I, like, agree with you to a point, but I also, I think, I also do think that Cloud, what makes him, even in the original, like, I don't think as interesting, I mean, I think what makes him interesting in the original, I should say, is that he is in my opinion, the most complex character because of all this stuff going around in his head. And I think Remake just does a very good job of making that feel more real. Yes. Because in the original, he's kind of just like, it's kind of just like, what's going on? It's I don't really know. Like, yeah. yeah, but in the remake, I feel like I feel like there really isn't much that change with this character. But now that we're kind of like seeing it more fleshed out and we're actually seeing like what's going through his head brought to life. I think that's why we can maybe relate to him more in the remake because it is brought to life more. You know what I'm saying? They have yeah. more. Um... They have more to work with in terms of communicating what their vision is with yeah. the PS4 and PS5, as opposed to polygons and, and no voice acting in the original. Mm-hmm. Not that that wasn't iconic, but but still, right? I that think and I think I think put- oh, I would agree. I would agree. That type of stuff does definitely help convey the message more. Mm-hmm. And I think I think though a big part of it is also like kind of putting us in his world. You know what I mean? Feeling yeah. his dilemmas. You know, like, again, that very eerie, I keep bringing up that very eerie scene in the sewer where Tifa and Aerith are lying there and they're just like, choose. You know what I mean? It almost seems so, like, creepy to me in a lot of ways. I don't know. Mm. I just feel, you know, obviously it helps to see actual emotions on his face 
and to see what these yeah. visions are as opposed to like a red flashing screen with some narrative text. Like it's it's good to see these visuals now. But I, I just think it's very clever to kind of put us in a similar dilemma of just not knowing where we're headed, what's real, what's fake. I, I think it's just so genius. And I think Square mm-hmm. is kind of obsessed with breaking fourth walls lately. And I like that they're not doing it in a way of like character looks at camera and talks to you directly. Yeah, I, as yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. Imagine we just took down that fourth wall and there was just something connecting you to whatever what was going on, right? Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts does this with the player, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid does it by making you take the disc out of the PS2 and then you got to put it back in before the game can continue. You know, I heard like about that. that. What? I heard about that. That's not that's nuts. Yeah. I've never heard that's, about that. Yeah, there's a point yeah. there's a point in a Metal Gear Solid game where to continue the story, you have to eject the disc, take it out, put it back in, and then the game will continue. Now this was Kojima. That's so nuts. This is Kojima before he totally lost his mind. And I say that in a yeah. good way, because that man's gone mm-hmm. way off the deep end. <laughs> in a way, I'm excited to see Unravel. I want to make that clear. But, <laughs> like, Kojima and Nomura used to be, like, the same levels of crazy, but, like, Nomura's still here. Kojima's gone up here. I was saying, people think if people think Nomura is, like, out there, like, look what <laughs> Kojima is doing. Like... I don't know. Or even I, what's his just, name? Um, director of Nier. Oh, Yoko Taro. No, that Yoko Taro's always been that way, though. He's always been, like, <laughs> off the deep end. Yeah. Oh, man. I think Yoko Taro, in an interview, said, like, I really adw- admire the way Nomura connects the players to his story through other means other than the games. Like he, he yeah. said he's always mm-hmm. admired Nomura's ability to engage the audience outside of the game itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wally the West says, similar to Landy, I think a Zack and Cloud battle could happen and it could be due to Aerith being in danger at the same time. The final battle could be each Cloud and Zack fighting Sephiroth, but the Whispers changing their forms, leading to a battle and death between the Buster Boys. So I think what he's saying is uh, an illusion will be cascaded by the whispers. Oh, yeah. And Zach each think they're fighting Sephiroth, but they're really just fighting each other the whole time. Both under the premise that they're saving Aerith. That would be. Yeah, that's a that's that's a that's a three, five, eight reference. Oh, I heard hitting Roxas against Shion thinking they're fighting uh, a heartless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or. They're doing that, and then Aerith is the one who sees it happening, is like, stop, gets in the middle, and then they both kill her. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm just, you know. Uh, I'll see myself out now. Thanks, guys. Great podcast. Uh, (laughs) Great time. Uh, (laughs) Uh. I would feel so bad for Zach. Well, that's the point. Like, I hate to say it, Kitty. Yeah. You're not going to get out of this with sunshine and rainbows. Like, no, and I don't uh, want to. Okay. I don't want to. Do you not know me? I do, but I just know you're protective of Zach. I am. And I'm telling but you, it's not going to be sunshine like, and I rainbows. I want him it's to die. I do want him to wings. die. I just want to feel 
awful about it. <laughs> I can see it. Okay. Eric the Dude says, I'm with you, Landy. I almost found it comical that people are mad about the cloud twist being spoiled mm -hmm. early. As if the cloud unreliable narrator thing in OG wasn't extremely obvious. Oh, I see what you're Are they saying. talking about like Crisis Core? No, he, he's like... talking about how like Remake is making the unreliable <laughs> narrator thing obvious. And some people like are criticizing that. Well, but his point is like it was it's... always obvious. Well, it's silly to be... I mean, I get where people, because people were like, oh, this isn't like, this isn't a one-for-one -one remake like I wanted. But it's like, listen, if they are willing to, one, kind of like put more hints in there if you haven't played the original, that there is like this unreliable narrator thing. And also to release Crisis Core, which spoils the biggest twist of the game, like of the original, and they're saying, hey, play Crisis Core before part two. That means they are cooking something else up that's going to blow our minds even more. They have to be. Absolutely. You know. I agree. And that's why I wonder if that's what comes back to the world merger. Does the world merger have something oh, to do yeah. with Crisis Core? You know what I'm saying? I want it to. Mm. I know there was that leak way back when the first trailer dropped that said the ending of Rebirth. I, I guess I should say potential spoilers you guys don't mind if i talk about this leak do you i'm no, talking about it's probably fake. About okay but they basically say the way yeah, and i'm a little eerie because there's a little something that makes it compatible now with this latest trailer but they basically said the way rebirth would end is that you find out genesis was the one who initiated the time loop cloud will die oh. at the end of rebirth and he'll be replaced by the cloud in zach's timeline that's what Elite oh. is proposing the end of Rebirth is. Genesis is the one who... Didn't think about that. This. Yeah. Cloud is going to die at the mm. end of Rebirth, but he'll be replaced by that Zack-dwelling timeline cloud. I don't buy into it. I don't see how that could work. I don't see what the point of doing that would be when you've made I feel like Genesis... Yeah. I was just going to say, because like even just like Square Enix loves to tease things with their logos. And I said this already, right? I mean, look at every Final Fantasy game that's ever come out. Like, every single one, at, to some extent, is... Whenever you look at the logo, it's like, oh, like, like even with Final Fantasy VII, with, with the meteor. Like, it's like, well, that's something that happened in the game, you know? Um, FF15 is another one, but I won't go into that one because some people haven't played it yet. But, like, there's something in their logos that it's like, this is like a big point of the game and i can't help but think that genesis is going to have a actually have a a big role even if it's just in the background because this logo is a very dawning red when it gets to the rebirth part which is uh, honest like it outside of maybe vincent which we haven't even talked about vincent yet but outside of maybe vincent like the only other character that i could think of resembling red would be genesis and maybe like scarlet but that you know no. Scarlet is Scarlet. But like Genesis would make sense. So yeah, I think that could be I think that's a possibility. I think that we could be on to something. I don't know how that um, would be possible uh in the in the end of Dirk's, but what if the end of Dirk this Dirk's Dirk's is Cerberus spoilers for anybody who has a pretty good Cerberus. Yeah, I'm gonna Dirk's Cerberus uh Genesis um finds Vice, like, like, 
he's all, like slaying and he picks him up and is like and I think he has like Luke Sog's voice actor at the time. He's like, Oh, we got much to do, brother. What if like I really think that's gonna come back into play into this into the sweep of trilogy and maybe maybe manipulating those timelines could be one of those things that mm-hmm. uh that this genesis at being a jokes is referring to. I I keep thinking because if you're bringing Genesis back, that means Loveless is the answer. There's no bringing Genesis <laughs> back without Loveless being the answer, which means maybe Even Loveless th- was in the trailer. It was in the trailer. It was in the trailer. Yes. So I'm wondering if isn't that anyone- also the play? Yes. 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 Yeah. So I think yeah that the ending of Loveless, where the three friends reunite, is in some way going to be true. Now you need a Sephiroth, Aww. you need an Angeal, and you need a Genesis. Cloud is Angeal's successor, right? With like spiritually the legacy of the Buster Sword. Cloud would be mm-hmm. that stand-in for Angeal. Sephiroth can obviously stand in for himself, but then that leaves Genesis open. Because that's part of the that's a big part of the story of Loveless. You have the three friends, one flies away, one is captured, one becomes the hero. The hero would be. Genesis, I mean Angeal and his legacy. The mm-hmm. cap the fly to the flyaway and captured can go either way between Sephiroth and Genesis. But I don't know. It's just something I think about. Mm-hmm. Huh. We show. haven't talked about Sid at all. I okay. I, I can, I'm gonna sound off. That he worries me the most. I was actually yeah. very disappointed. With Sid, I've been biting my tongue on it, but I was I, very so, disappointed in what I saw. I'm just gonna say, I love no fucking well, cigarette. Loved- He's being polite. <laughs> he looks charming. No, he is a rude, broken <laughs> piece of shit, and he redeems himself throughout the story. I, I cannot tell you how much this upsets me. I really can't. Well, I really can't. Because I, I like, I do love like his design aesthetically, but that was something that I noticed. Yeah, that was something that I noticed. Um. When rewatching the trailer, I was like, "Why is he being so nice? Like, like what? Like, are they? Is this like a different take on Sid? Or, I mean, maybe there's something there. Maybe that could have something to do with like the whispers changing up something. I don't know, you know. But like, like, yeah, that was something that I, I yeah, it was definitely interesting. Aaron, let me help you. Who is this? Who is this? He should be drinking. Uh, yeah. Get out of my friggin' like he should be. He's broken. He's so broken. Yeah. That's why I love him. Because the way he changes between OG to Advent Children, where he names his new airship sheer. Like, I, I don't know. I was just so yeah. upset. But I love Vincent. I think Vincent sounds perfect. Vincent looks, looks perfect. perfect. No complaints. Balls. Sid, I am very disappointed. He he's so I just think he's so important to the cast. Because if he's not yeah. the edgy, broken, like, then who is he? Mm, yeah. What makes him unique in that crew of, of characters? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just. I, I'm gonna shut I have up. a question. I'm gonna shut. Do you do you think it's fair to base how sick is going to be throughout the story based off that one line? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm being reactionary. I'm being reactionary. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel the same but way, but it, it was... There's no cigarette. Where's the cigarette? He's a chain smoker. Why are we nerfing him? 
Maybe they'll be in the. Maybe they'll have him in the, in the whole game. I, I mean, we we hope it'll be uh, it'll be a part of his move set. I'm Close. hoping that that is just like, material. I'm hoping that's almost something that like goes on in someone's head. Like, oh, like this is how you should act, and he's actually just a piece of crap. <laughs> Well, it's like, I don't know, because it's like, that could be a different take on the character, but that also, uh -huh. uh, that, that could be Sephiroth redoing things. I don't know, you know, because uh, oh, that well, is now, like, he's very, space. he got to go to space. The space program wasn't canceled. He did. He wasn't yeah. faced with the tough decision to either sacrifice his assistant or cancel his dream, preserving her life. And then, upon choosing to cancel his dream and preserve his life, he he becomes like a domestic abuser because every time he looks at her, he sees his failed dream and the tough decision he made. Well, I unless think they're chickening well, out. I think they're chickening well, out because that is a that unless, is a tough thing to portray. It's going to rub a lot of people yeah. the wrong way. It's uncomfortable yeah. to look at. So I think but they're it's chickening supposed out. to be uncomfortable. And I think because well, FF7 was polygon, yeah. so it just looked silly. So I think, I yeah. think they might be chickening out. I think they might be chickening I out. Not. I hope not. Uh, and I, I well, not. I mean, also like, what if like, what if the what if the order of events like could change? They have like that's the other thing I was thinking of. I think they have like because what if he is this like super sweet guy until all this stuff happens? with like the space like what if we're actually going to see all of that go down like later and then he's going to turn into like this you know you know this mon i don't want to say monster but you know what i mean he's going to turn into like the sid that the we've that we've reason? seen do you remember the whole reason sid decided to join the crew he was i'm blanking to, to be honest he was yeah. so sick okay of yeah yeah rocket town it wasn't i want to be Aerith. It was he was sick of the life he was living and he was happy to be yeah. getting away on their like little get well, I think it was like a getaway boat or something. He was happy to be getting away with them. Like I remember they asked him about Shira and he's like, Oh god, I don't want to go back to that woman. Like it's awful, it's rude, it's terrible, but I think it made him special. Cause then when he comes mm -hmm. around and he's got he names the airship Shira and he and then he becomes mm -hmm. Like, seeing him become the Sid we see in the trailer, to me, is such yeah. a satisfying transformation that I don't want to yeah. miss out on. Yeah. Which is why I'm wondering, like, what if, like, that actually takes place a lot later, that scene? I Which, But I, I can't see that happening. Yeah. I feel much Yeah, because yeah, that's the only thing that I can really think of. Cause, and then again, like, it would be kind of interesting if... Square marketed Sid this way to people who, again, have not played the original, right? And they're like, oh, Sid, I've seen this guy in maybe Kingdom Hearts or something. Like, who's this guy? Like, he seems like a nice guy. Then they play the game, they're like, this is not at all who I saw in the trailer. Like, what the heck is going on? And then they, they build up to, like, that moment. I, I would like I, I it. Believe... I'm just saying I'm worried. I'm not throwing in the towel. Yeah. I'm just worried. That's valid. That's valid. That's totally valid. I, I believe we'll get the Sid from... From uh, FFs from the OG, I, I do believe. Okay. I think they are going to censor him a bit, but yeah, I think we are going yeah, to a get. A little bit, I understand. Yeah, a I think we're gonna we're we're gonna get that. I think they might be misdirecting us. That's what I'm hoping yeah. in the trailer that they're misdirecting us. I mean, even in Kingdom Hearts, he's weird. He's like, not. He's not that. I mean. He's he's a ve he's very tame in Kingdom Hearts. He offers yeah, he's he offers to adopt Sora in Kingdom Hearts One. 
I forgot about that. Some NPC dialogue. <laughs> he offered. He's like, he offers yeah. to adopt him. He's like, I'll take you in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want to miss that transformation, Vincent. You see the Vincent and Sephiroth's dad rumor theories are popping back up. Yep. Nah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, is it something, it's got, something's got to be explained why he's so pretty. I mean, <laughs> like, like, Ho, yeah. like, Ho, like Hojo, like you gave me, like Hojo is. Hey, you I don't know what Hojo was like in his prime, though. Just saying. I mean, he was probably greasy. not. I mean, he was still pretty greasy when he fought Lucrezia. So, I mean. Well, I think he's so pretty because so, he got those Lucrezia jeans. I think she had those dominant yeah. jeans. Mm. Yeah, but, 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 but be a little bit. If he. I mean, Lucrezia is pretty. Let's not get that twisted. But I mean, like, I think, like, you you would think he get a little bit of that of those awful uh, Hojo jeans. But he's he's really pretty. Maybe 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 he's actually Vincent's uh, kid. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe some. That maybe, would but honestly. Maybe they hooked up with all. That would make Vincent's arc so insane. He's on a hunt to kill his biological son. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be, uh, yeah. I love it. I like it. And you know what? It would help. He'd be less of a cuck. I could get past that now. Hey. I could get don't past hate that on now. my boy. I mean, don't, we did this last episode. I don't think we need to rehash it. We did. It. I don't think we, we need to rehash it. We do it every episode. I don't think we need to rehash it. There we go. Look, Livid Sid with a $5 super chat says, Vincent can be my daddy. Well, Li Sid, the problem, never mind. Never mind. Uh, uh, no, go ahead, Landy. What were you going to say? Go uh, ahead. Um, she, uh, you know, he'd have to get laid in order to do that, but he's too busy cucking himself in Shinra's basement, Sid, so I don't think it's going to happen. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, hello, Lance's cat. All right. Eric the Dude says, I'm really fascinated how they're going to show Vincent and Sid's abilities since they aren't playable. There are fights in Remake where you go and see Red's Limit break attacks. I actually think it's possible Sid doesn't... That would be even... similar. I think Sid may not like... even be in the party this game. Yeah, he might not be. I, think he might just oh, I was going to say, it's either going to be similar to like what they did with Red 13 or what they did with Sonon. Where like you, just, you, know, you have maybe some team attacks with I'll them. do you one better. I think he's going to end up like Futaba. Mm. I think he ends up okay. like in five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we mentioned that Sig's not playable. I'm not sure. Don't quote me, but yeah, I, think I, he I don't even think he's going to be like Vincent and be an assist character. Oh, okay. He's going to be a nav. I think so. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like, I'm just thinking of like stuff that Futaba says in Persona 5 as a nav. Can you just imagine just like Matt Mercer's uh, edgy voice just being like, Nice combo, or like something. <laughs> I gotta say, I Matt know. Mercer, He's Matt saying... Mercer is scoring every like two thousand everything kids, like video game role dream. Well, also, this was like so his dream was to be in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, from what I read, yeah, which and, is awesome. And this character, yeah, specifically Vincent, yeah, Ganondorf, Vincent. Who's next? <laughs> At the rate he's you know. going. I don't know. How many other iconic like series are still rolling from the 2000s? 
It's actually kind of crazy to think like not that many. Yeah. Really <clears> off <throat> topic, random stat I heard the other day that like 95% of films before 1940 are gone. Lost to time. There's no copies left. <clears throat> Again, oh. just very random. That's, that's crazy. Before 1940? Yeah. Like 95% of films are lost to history. Interesting. Wow. Well, because I guess like film has an expiration date, right? So if you didn't port that film to a CD or a digital file right. or something, it just right. it that makes sense. Yeah. That's nuts. Well, anyway, we don't have That's to worry about nuts. that with video games so much, thankfully. No. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless it's digital and, and Sony like can pull them whether they want <laughs> to. Which sucks because like every game, not every game, but most any game that has a day one update is technically digital no matter what. Yeah. Hmm. Ryan Ostrowski gets here asking the million dollar question. Do you think Aerith dies at the end? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. I, I think by the end of the trilogy, it's certain. I, I oh, don't yeah. th- I think it's possible she doesn't die in this game. Yeah, it's up in the I, air I'm with rebirth. I'm leaning more towards she I'm leaning more towards like I'm like 65% yeah she dies 35% she doesn't in in rebirth but yeah my i mean she is, she will die my thing is like you right. can't kill fate and not have something super significant change yeah which again yeah. maybe that's just zack being around but what does that conclude to you know but is fate really dead if the whispers are back yes cuz the whispers now do sephiroth's bidding Cause in the that's right. Cause fight, he, he like didn't he like he absorbed all of them. That's right. That's right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Crazy thing about which. Now I'm thinking. I'm wondering. Like, do the whispers exist in the other world? Yeah. Like in because we saw world. them. We I saw. Didn't didn't you see them uh, surrounding Midgar whenever Zach was looking out? Yeah, but don't they don't yeah. they poof? don't they go like gold like gold sparkly? Don't they go poof? Yeah, they do. I go thought poof. you saw. Ah, I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember now because I because you do see them. You see them surrounding Midgar, I believe, and you see them. When Zach is like during that iconic scene at the end of Crisis Core, like you see them flying around, like as the soldiers are about to to gun him down. But when he like mm-hmm. wakes up and is like, "Oh, is that all of them?" Yeah, they're see, not. Like, they're the, not the gold. They're like golden dust. It's almost like they. Yeah, you don't see them. You don't see them after. Yeah, it's a good question. So it actually makes me wonder. Maybe. It created a world where the whispers never existed, and that's why everything's like completely out of whack compared to the mm. world where their whispers were around up into a certain point. So everything up into that point is perfectly intact. Because think about that singularity moment, right? In Cloud's world, the whispers existed up to the end of the highway, but in Zach's world, they were like purged completely. So everything before that moment's been completely changed because they never existed and without the whispers to maintain it maybe just everything went awry 
as opposed to remake mm. where because the whispers existed, they were able to keep everything like relatively in place. Mm. But I don't know. All I know is Sephiroth can do what he wants now. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's what it seems like, which is why I yeah, I, see now I'm going back on is Aerith gonna die in rebirth? Because I, I don't know now, because I, I think now I don't think Sephiroth wants that because that screwed him in the original. So actually I'm I'm kinda like I kind of kind of fifty fifty. I don't know. Like I think it's 50-50. Like, I think she's definitely going to die at some point. But I don't know if it happens in this game. You know, I can see it happening. And, uh, you know, the same things that I felt whenever I played the original. I would love to feel those things again. I would love to feel broken and defeated and feel all the things and hurt so good. Mm -hmm. But also, like, it would be kind of a nice change of pace to have that, like, glimmer of hope. Only to rip it away from me in part three. So I don't know, you know. I think how See, that's the going. route I want. I want when the glimmer of hope dies. and then have it ripped away. I think whether he dies or whether he lives, I think the end of the game is going to be batshit crazy. No yeah. What. Yeah, I think inevitably mm. people will be upset. Yeah. It's, it's something I've noticed. People just do not like not happy endings. I do. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. Can't, I do. You, you can't be a Zach fan and not, but I... I don't know. I no. think I've just noticed people people really struggle when, when something doesn't when like how do I put this? I don't know. I don't know what I would compare it to. When there is people when it's not happily ever after. Well, because people watch movies and play games, you know, hoping to get away from reality. So it's like I you know, it's like they want like, you know, to experience a story and things to be all good because they're trying to get away from the real world. But whenever, like, the reality of things are is that, hey, people die. And, like, like we do not – we as people do not have plot armor. Like, we don't, you know. Like, every day we wake up is a blessing. You know, you just never know. So it's like I think that's why inherently people – tend to be upset with not happy endings because it's like, well, I wanted to get, I wanted, I wanted to see a happy ending because like, look at the world around me where like anything can happen. Um, not to get super deep or anything, but like, I just, that's just what I think. Like, and I personally love endings like that because like I walk away feeling something and feeling like I just experienced a great story with great characters that although ended tragically, it affected me. And had an impact on me personally. Yeah, that's what I wish so, for. That's what yeah. I wish for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Shaw brothers ask us, who do you think is a weak character? Tifa, Aerith, or Yuffie? I don't think any of them are weak. Uh, However, I none. will say, I think I will, I'll extend this Alice Branch. OG Yuffie is a weak character. Just because she didn't okay. get the attention she deserved. Like she was optional. Mm. Her her whole arc is a side quest in Wu Tai that barely fleshes out yeah. her character. So I think yeah. you could make the case that OG Yuffie is weak, but the compilation or remake Yuffie is awesome. She's they're, a they're doing monster. so good with her. Oh, she's they're doing so good with her. Yeah, so I don't think I love the direction they're going. Me too. So I I don't think any of the three of them will be weak. I think no. Tifa and Aerith are have more depth to them now than they ever did. Honestly, yep. um, yep. Especially, honestly, especially Tifa, 
Tifa in the original, once you leave Midgar, there's not much to her until Aerith is gone. Yeah. And no, I agree with that. Seems to be what they're going for now. It seems like it seems like now somebody in the chat brought this up earlier, but like Aerith is confiding in Tifa. And Tifa is mm-hmm. the only one who's on to Aerith. Right? Cloud mm-hmm. and Barrett are not nearly as suspicious about what's going on with Aerith as Tifa is. I think three times in remake, Tifa goes, Aerith, what are you not telling me? Like she says, mm. Cloud and Barrett never go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but Tifa right away is like, I, I, they, they do such a good job of that in remake, by the way. Like when she mentions, when they're talking about the plate fall and Tifa's like, yeah, maybe they're just bluffing. No way they'd actually do that. And then Aerith's like, yeah, but what if they are telling the truth? And then you they cut to Tifa really quickly and she goes, like, she kind of mm-hmm. tilts her head like, yeah, why, why would you say that? You know, right? I don't know. I uh, I just think it's really cool what they're doing. Um, Eric the dude says there were people that were so mad at remakes changes they decided they weren't even going to play the second part, which is still crazy to me. But people are entitled to their opinions, losers. I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, look, I'll tell you this. I say fuck them. T- yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I-, I follow a lot of Final Fantasy creators, and a handful of them swore they were done with FF Seven. They weren't going to make FF7 content. They're not playing the second game. That's and how all these content creators are with any them, franchise. All of them have come swimming back the last six uh, months. Yeah, of all news. So I don't Fall buy it for back. a second. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. that's what that's what I mean. That's with any that's with any franchise. Even with Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I was done after Kingdom Hearts too. Then. How many years later? Oh, yeah. Well, now I'm done after Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, you know, and it's like, you're going to come back and play Kingdom Hearts 4. Like, you're going to come back and play it. Because it has Star Wars, okay? So I gave it a chance. Like, you're going to come back. Like, yeah. (laughs) You could not live with your own saltiness. Where did it bring you? Back to me. FF7 Remake Trilogy, probably. Oh, Oh. Oh, God. Oh. All right. Well, listen, we are coming up on two hours. Is there wow? Is there anything left? I'm sure there is, but is there anything pressing in your guys' oh. heads that you wanted us to talk yeah. about? Well, I, I more so wanted to ask a question. Let's go. Okay, okay. So just to clarify for me, I kind of want to just hear the logic. Where do we think Marlene heard the information about the scary man? killing Aerith when she wakes up again? The bar in Remake in 7th Heaven okay. where the plate is falling, okay. Aerith goes to rescue okay. her and they have that but, like, So now here's my question. This is other timeline Marlene. So right. how do we think it just played out the same that she was still there? Here's I, something actually you weren't here for Landy that we touched on for about half a second. How do you think Aerith meets up with Avalanche if Cloud isn't there to introduce her to them. How do you think Aerith meets up with Avalanche if Cloud yeah. isn't there to introduce? Yeah. Maybe this Aerith was getting the messages from the planet too and she took Maybe. it into her own hands. Okay. So one thing. So then how are we thinking this Marlene gets that message? Do you think she and Aerith are still in the bar? Well, the plates. No, because that would have happened right? way after. Yeah. Yeah. I see where fell. I see where Kitty's is going because, yeah. like, I yeah, that's a good question because we don't because yeah, like that there was that moment in the bar where yeah. like you know 
And yeah. I, I'm also because the way Marlene specifically says, mm-hmm. she said, I, I, I have to watch the trailer again. I don't know if she said that. Oh, like, you just watch the trailer again. Yeah, I don't know if she said like she said when she said when she wakes up the scary man will kill her or when she wakes up the scary man will kill her. Because if she said when when she wakes up when she wakes up, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering like, did sorry, I was just I've been sitting on that for like a while now, but we just kept moving to different topics. Well, I'm also wondering if because now I'm like deeply curious as to how you would link those two. Yeah, and then also you have to. Oh, I know what we didn't talk about. Wait, no, my thing first. Sorry. No, 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 no. This is going to kind of, this is going to kind of segue in with this because here's what's going to, here's what I was thinking. In this timeline, what if because Barrett dies, Dine comes back into the picture and then that's like he, Dine somehow gets his life back on track. He actually comes and now he is the father to Marlene that he is like, he wants to be and uh, because like how else is zach gonna meet up with marlene if like these guys are it. if eric's gone bigs yeah because big survived he's at that orphanage and if Marlene yeah you're right an orphan he's gonna take right. elmira right because elmira's yeah. right down the road so i think bigs just out of being alive and in that proximity you know barrett's one of his best friends so to him he probably brought her to that sector and probably out of proxy ended up with Elmira. Mm. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Zach really could get a band of misfits together in his timeline mm-hmm. that is almost exactly parallel of the party in the normal timeline. Right, Think about it. it. Go for it. Biggs could be like the brawler, potentially. Mm-hmm. Dine could be the gunner. Cisne could be the Yuffie, oh, yeah. right? You're kind. Of, you're kind. Of, I don't know yes, who would be the nice. the mage. I don't know who would be the mage. That that maybe maybe I don't I don't know. But I was just like it was just a thought that crossed my mind. Like wait, he actually could get those people potentially. And you know what? Maybe everybody X'd off on that poster. Maybe that's not everybody who's confirmed dead. Maybe that's everyone who they think is dead. You know? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe Jesse comes back in. I don't know. So, um, but I think, I, yeah, again, we said that earlier. Jesse's kind of the wrench in a lot Jen, of this. We don't like, know where she is. We don't know what, uh, what yeah. world she's in. It's driving me yeah. nuts. Because I think if we know where Jesse is, it allows us to put a lot of other things back into place yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but getting back to that marlene and Aerith, how they could possibly have that interaction without cloud around i could see it only a being she got that communication from the planet and so she mm-hmm. took it upon herself yeah. or i can't even think of a b scenario honestly which makes yeah. me think maybe there's something else going on here maybe or maybe and- she like Maybe she just made, maybe she like literally, it's like a, it's a similar situation with the bar. She just touches Aerith as she's lying there. And then she just, you know, she just has that vision. It's that vision. Yeah. Or maybe it could just be as simple as that. Aerith hasn't always been asleep, right? Like, I think the reason the people are lamenting in the church is because Aerith is comatose, right? So Mm. she, it's not like she's just been comatose her whole life, obviously. I'm assuming it was in that accident that we see in the other trailer. 
Yeah. Right. Right. The the whole uh, they fail the rescue yes. mission. Yes. But then I guess my question is, if that's from them failing the rescue mission, why then is she not under Shinra captivity? Why is she just like in Elmira's house? Good question. Maybe that's maybe that's something that maybe that's something that Zach actually does. Like I don't know. Maybe, maybe Zach. Maybe maybe she is comatose and Zach grabs her, her brings her back to Elmira's house. You know, Zach and Biggs, right? Because maybe. they are when they're. I mean, we saw Zach and Biggs together, and you know, it was. It seems like that Zach was just learning. Hey, these people are dead. <laughs> you know, like here's the people who are dead, and so maybe he's kind of getting up to speed. Maybe he does end up going. Maybe you will have a. Maybe you will have segments with Zach where, like, you are going to save Aerith in that sense, like in, mm-hmm. and then you bring her back to Elmira's, or maybe. They're saving something like that for DLC, right? It's kind of like what they did with Yuffie, but instead of like just a, a separate DLC, it's kind of it works how like FF15 did with their DLCs, where it kind of fills in the blank spots of like what's going on in this timeline, you know? Um, so, yeah, um, I think that's entirely possible as well. Mm-hmm. Eric the dude says something here that I was trying to get at earlier. He says a lot of people are saying the Square Enix website said Jesse is VR, but it doesn't say that. It only says some of the stage play is created with VR. So maybe mm. Jesse is actually alive there or in another timeline. And again, this is the crazy thing, right? Because if she is alive mm. in Cloud's world, that's lacking a serious explanation how she survived. Right? That's lacking a serious explanation. Mm-hmm. However, it shows us that Zach's timeline is well if she's alive in Cloud's timeline that means the whole like living of the dead realm works makes sense yeah because because she's alive here in Cloud's world she should be dead in uh Zach's problem mm-hmm. is I have no idea how she gets from the from Shinra's collapsing tower to the gold saucer but if she's yeah. dead like that's the thing too is like her headband and her gloves were on Biggs's end table in that new world. So maybe she really is in the world of the dead, but Biggs hasn't found her yet. That's kind of what you were getting at, Andy, where it's like, hey, maybe everyone who's crossed out on that list isn't really dead. Like, maybe they're just missing. So maybe that's mm-hmm. kind of the yeah. twist is Jesse is missing because they know if they show you Jesse in Biggs's yeah. world, we'll draw that conclusion right away. Like, oh, there's yeah. the dead and, and- characters. Here are the living ones. And also in the new trailer, I was just watch. I was just looking at it real quick. Like it shows, it shows Jesse dancing, but then it cuts to Cloud and Baron Red, and they're not looking at Jesse. They're looking at Aerith singing. Mm-hmm. So that could again, that could very well just be like a VR thing, you know. So I don't know. You I know? had another thought in Barrett's resolution scene in remake. He mentions they had a crew member named Nelly who people would mistake for Jesse's sister all the time. They'd be like, oh, everyone, everyone always thought they were sisters. So it makes me wonder if like, maybe that's Nelly at the golden saucer. Maybe. And maybe there's something going on with that. I don't know. Maybe they're twins. Cause it looks an awful lot like Jesse, man. <laughs> it, it, it is her man. Like it is. Her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, all we didn't- purposefully inconclusive. I think the only thing we didn't really talk about was Dine. I don't really know if there's much to talk about there, but like, 
that was one of the heaviest scenes in the original. And so I'm just like really curious to see how they're going to portray that in this. Like, are they going to censor some things or are they going to just like, you know, I, what are, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I think they'll censor the moment he gets his arm blown off. I, I don't think, yeah. I don't mm -hmm. think we'll actually witness that. But yeah. that is a really mm -hmm. important scene because I think it's it's actually a really important scene for Scarlet. The whole dying backstory yeah. is super yeah. important for Scarlet too. Mm -hmm. huh. I, I mean, I'm excited for it. That's one of the things where I'm like, they should just play that the same they played it in original. Because like you said, it's such yeah. a heartbreaking scene. It's done so well. It's one of the heaviest scenes in the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's all I could think of. <laughs> I'm just like going through the trailer in my head, but yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So at two hours and eight minutes, anything talk? left? Anyone have any ideas? Anything to discuss before we sign off? I don't know. I just feel like I have been treated. <laughs> We've. Uh... I feel like they're giving me everything I kind of want. So you know, yeah, I'm. That trailer was very, it's very Zach heavy. So many of them have been. Yeah, but this one specifically. This one specifically, yes, but so many of them have been. I, I feel also, like I just feel so valid as a Zach fan right now. That's same, all I'm saying. Same. I almost feel um, like they all took... the Zach haters, all the Zach haters are coping right now. And they can all, they can all swallow <laughs> the words, the mean <laughs> words that have been said about my boy in the past. Uh, <laughs> Got what I was gonna say. Oh, but I will say people gotta leave no people gotta Nojima needs to get off Twitter for the next like three months. I don't know yes, if you guys have seen what happened Ooh. on Twitter, but like because no. there was like a, that. because there was like a Clarith looking shot in the Yeah, trailer. I, I heard I heard about uh, that. Yeah, people, so weren't I, people like hear, insulting like the writers they and went for Nojima because Nojima's actually so on Twitter, stupid. he's accessible, so people went to his Twitter and like we're blowing him up, but I'm like, these people are not well. And devs like Nojima will <laughs> well, okay. oh, not so be on me... They're not, yeah. So the thing is, like, because I've been seeing a lot that. of people, like, saying they, like, Clareth shippers saying they won. And I'm like, you're not understanding. He's yeah, still going to fall in love with her. Like, it's crucial to his development. Like, you have, no one has won anything. Like, it's just part of the story. Yeah. 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 There's no, like, there's no, like, oh, yeah, like, he ended up with her or he ended up with her. Like, no, no, like, he, he falls won, in love I with both. Has not won. Like, it's and just that's part not of the, the story. And yeah. Like, the, the, the point of this, of this whole thing is not. That like, oh, who does he end up with? No, the point of this whole thing is that he falls in love with both and now has to deal with the concept, like has to deal with his feelings from losing one. And mm -hmm. like that's like that's the point of it. It has nothing to do with like it's just it's just so stupid. I I, I never take I don't they take it. part in it because it's like that's not the point of what's going on in the plot. The point of yeah, what FF7 they are writing. Is not a rom -com. Yeah, it's no. not no. <laughs> oh gosh, no. But no. So many people yeah. who like to ship like to make everything into their their ro everything's about the romance and yeah. it's not. I mean, and I'm over and here like, like yeah. if you Clarith shippers take away the scene of Cloud and Tifa under the airship the night before they think they might die, then I'm coming for you. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just part of the story. Like honestly, though, that's like the fun to me that's the funniest scene in OG. 
where they get back to the airship the next day and everyone in the airship's like, yeah, we, we saw the whole thing, Tifa. And she just like falls on the floor like, oh my God. This is embarrassing. Yeah. And everyone's like, we, we could see the whole thing. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I, uh, I'm, always a, uh, I'm always an advocate for the devs burning their Twitter accounts, not having burner accounts, burning mm-hmm. them. Because it's such a shame because like, guys like Nojima, they don't realize how much people like us really appreciate them and love their yeah. hard work. And like, Nojima, whatever you do with the script, it's your script, brother. Like, mm-hmm. I- I'm showing yeah. up for you. Like, I'm hey, here yeah. because I love the stories Nojima writes. I love the comics. That's why we're having this podcast. That's why we're like, having this podcast. True. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. It, it just seems so silly to me. I don't know. Look. A lot of things that people do are silly. Yeah. Yes. Kind of just, I, I expect it at this point, but yeah, I don't know. All I have to say is to those people doing that, grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. We got, we got worlds of fan fiction and fan art you can go play with. Yeah. You know, no one's stopping you there. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess this is a sign we should probably wrap it up. If we've, if we've descended oh, into shipping <laughs> talk, I think it's time to wrap. I think it's time to close this one out. But before we do, I've included all your guys' links in the description like I always do. But maybe before we sound off, let people know what you guys got coming up with your content. And then we'll, uh, mm-hmm. we'll let the good people go. Go in alphabetical Things order first. so there's not the awkward silence. Oh, just go kidding. Ahead. First. Who? Me? Oh, yeah, ladies first. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I hate going first. Um, hi, I'm Kitties and Mitties. Um, recently, I've been playing through Fire Emblem and Persona 5 for the first time on stream, both of which have been amazing. We're coming up on the end of Persona 5 Royal content. Literally this week, she's finishing it. So Yeah, which is big. Uh, later tonight, I'll be playing more Fire Emblem Three Houses, if you're into that. We're doing that. Um, I've also been playing through the Kingdom Hearts 3 data battles on Critical Level 1. So that's me. That's what I've been doing. Um, I'm around on Twitch. Yeah, my name's uh, Andy. Uh, I'm a variety streamer. I do all kinds of stuff. I kind of just make content on whatever the heck I want. Uh, yeah, I love Kingdom Hearts. I love Crash Bandicoot. Uh, I just put up a uh, big Crash Bandicoot video I've actually been working on for a very long time, the Dev Relic Experience. That's on my channel. You can go check that out if you're interested in it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm currently playing uh, Ocarina of Time for the first time on stream tonight i will be taking on the dreaded water temple Let's so that's go! happening tonight yeah so i'll be doing that tonight uh we're also i'm also playing through fire Emblem for the first time and uh i'm we're doing a platinum trophy run of birth by sleep uh as of right now i do have more zelda games planned to play in the future and at some point uh close to rebirth season i am going to be replaying ff7 remake on hard mode uh you know i like a good challenge but also like i want to get you know i want to revisit the game and kind of talk about these things that we're talking about now so that it's fresh right before Rebirth comes out. So if any of that interests you, you can find me on Twitch and YouTube. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Bring it home, Lance. I'm Lance, and I am a master, and I do a lot of Kingdom Hearts challenges. I also enjoy Final Fantasy, obviously, and Pokemon. 
and myself and some friends are raising money for the Starlight Children's Foundation. Uh, but the name of the event is called Starlight Seven. That was obviously inspired by Final Fantasy Seven because it was a seven day, it was a seven day fundraiser. But uh, a lot of funders wanted to fundraise after that, so we have some people who are still fundraising uh, for Starlight now, and we have raised as a team four thousand four hundred dollars for Starlight. Um, if that's okay, Landy, would it be okay if I posted a link to uh, my campaign? Do it right now. Thank you. Appreciate. It. Oh, I'll put that. I'll put it in the description that. too, if you want. Well, thanks, thanks. I appreciate you, King. Um, but yeah, um, I'm doing that, and um, uh, um, one of the one of the milestones was if we reached two thousand dollars, I would have to uh, play KX2 FM on a PS2, the original version, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna start that this week. Let's go. Cool. Exciting stuff all around. You guys, if you're a fan, hey, look, if you're watching the show, you know who I am. I don't need to say it. But if you want to follow them, if you haven't already, which would be frankly insulting to me. But anyway, their links are in the description. Go ahead and give them a follow. Guys, thanks so much for coming on. Love doing this. We'll have thank plenty of FF7 us. to talk yes, thank about. Thanks for having us. Of course, it's my So show. fun. If you're on Twitch, stick around. Let's see. We're going to raid Sonny Novus. Let's go. My boy. Live all day. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. More FF7 on the way. Lots of content coming this week on the Lodge. But thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all in the next one. Peace.